0: These are tales of danger and the pursuit of endless riches. Adventurers and heroes from all parts of the world charging into the unknown, setting steel and magic against the most impossible foes, with each time wondering if this would be the last. Storms gather on the horizon and evil rises from the waters of despair. These are tales of endless adventure. These
1: are The Awakened Fables. Welcome back, everyone, to Awakened Fables. I am Dungeon Master Sam, and with me today we have my party of Addison, Luke E., Luke F., Michael, Rob, and the other Sam of the group. So, as of last session, we have kicked off the campaign with everybody... uh, being invited into the city of thogchar for a immense war game to um, handle a ritual threatening between the two provinces of cold and Solvkling of uh v- um our intrepid party members took it upon themselves to do some preliminary investigation of um, the city of Thogcha and discovered a small warehouse where they figured that they will be able to begin bolstering the defenses of their, um, of their fellow warriors. And from there, they should be able to use it as a basic headquarters, as well as a protective area for um, Prince Mikel as well as the other children who are here protecting the relic of cold street. Now, gentlemen as of last time you guys had just finished clearing out the warehouse so i'm going to fast forward us a few hours with you guys presumably having told um everybody else upon their arrival in the city about the warehouse and pretty much leading them through to it uh, do you guys have any events or actions that you would like to uh, to be doing in those few hours or you're all good to jump in short
2: rest a short rest <laughs> all I right we- a long rest.
1: We have a request for uh, one short rest. All right. I I'm fair, I can be lenient, and I think I can grant you guys a short rest.
3: Um, I'd send my owl hoot out to do a bit of recon of the area.
1: Sure thing. All right. So i will um get back to what the recon eventually provides to you so with the warehouse having been secured uh, you guys along with the other warriors of Cl- uh, clan soul are able to bring the children and Mika within its protective walls and from there the rest of the warriors at least those who are suitably able begin to work on constructing and reinforcing the uh, various structures of the warehouse itself to ensure that it's not liable to just fall over in a strong gust of wind however it's they are also going through and trying to ensure that the outer facade remains in place. So, there is one mage who appears to be casting illusions to ensure that the um, warehouse appears as desecrated as normal, while everybody else is just working on reinforcing the interior.
4: I'd like to use my stealth to help them with that.
0: Alrighty. I don't know. (laughs) Was that you too, Rithgar? No, sorry, that was me doing my or whatever the
1: my 2d 20s that i can use all right so rob you're looking to try and help hide the uh, warehouse is that right yeah yeah all right so you have an outcome of 25 so for this one it means that you're going to be dramatically successful um flavor it up for me what do you do
4: um i break up other buildings or well, actually i direct other people to break up other buildings <laughs> and place broken material around the the warehouse to make it look as if it's been abandoned for a longer time. Yep, excellent. Create a path, like a winding path to get in.
1: So it doesn't take long before everybody else begins to defer to Tinkerit in terms of um, stealthy behaviors, particularly as you begin to direct everybody around you in uh, how to leave the warehouse and how to re-enter it um, with as much stealth as is particularly possible. Um, You outright recommend to everyone to just take a break as the sun uh, hits the um, pinnacle at midday, but beyond that, you begin to help and redirect everyone along a few more safe routes, which are a little bit easier to guard and keep track of around here. So it isn't long before you pretty much make this entire warehouse look even worse than it was before, uh, to the point where if you anybody outsider were unaware of exactly what the interior currently was, they'd probably say this entire place needs to be condemned.
4: I also ask if there's anybody who has skill with traps?
1: Uh, anybody okay. among the party?
4: Me. Um, Ritgar, why don't you try and set some traps for the unwary.
0: Would that be a survival roll?
1: I will take a survival roll for that one. A 15. Wow, you guys have a lot of very intense modifiers. All right, so Michael, the city of Thogtjah is an ancient one, stretching back over about a thousand years. So that's over a thousand years of weathering, constant construction and deconstruction on behalf of these war games, as well as just the general lack of maintenance which hits the city. So the city itself also has a fairly extensive amount of catacombs beneath it, as uh, you have been advised by your comrades around you. What are some of the traps that you set up around the warehouse?
0: I think it's uh, things with stakes. I think um, uh, clamping jaws, uh, stakes. So something that will, uh, as people step into it, they'll have their their legs pierced.
1: All right. So bear trap esque things.
0: Yeah, bear trap. Sorry, thank you. Classic traps.
1: <laughs> no, nah, it's all good. Okay. Um, so just bear traps or anything else?
0: Bells uh, so or uh, things that were uh, yeah, bells that will tinkle and sound the alarm if they're tripped okay, so some
1: some alarm and bells. some offensive traps then yeah, perfect, all right, um does anybody else want to contribute to the defenses of the warehouse?
3: Um, I mean, I was just going to send my owl out to scout for like. Um, Like points of interest, like where we can watch over people coming and going in the area or like weaknesses in the outer perimeter.
1: Yep, that's all good. Alright, so the survey. Oh, sorry. Roll me a perception or investigation on behalf of your owl. A 15. Alright, so the things that you're able to see through the eyes of your owl is that the Royal Keep only seems accessible through one route, which will take you through the main, uh, a rampart which goes through the main area of the city. So there is very little way for you guys to actually get up to the Royal Keep without um either going up the main road or pretty much going through and uh, scaling the wall directly below the royal keep as well. So the keep is incredibly well defended, at least from this particular area. Um, Hoot is also able to report um, that there does seem to be very little activity which is taking place in the keep itself, as it looks like a good majority of people, those guards who are currently still at their post, look to be incredibly ill. Aside from that, there is no other movement within the city.
0: Mm. No worries. Interesting. Well done. Yeah.
1: Um, so, I am assuming. Would you like to pass on all that information to your comrades, or just a little, a few pieces?
3: I mean, I'll definitely pass on all of it. Just um, tell the guys that I think there's only one way in for the majority of the the main party. If we do go that route to the keep, and then it appears that some of the guards have been taken ill. Excellent.
1: <laughs> Tinkret begins chuckling evilly wherever he is.
4: I was going to send Trim to go and do it again. <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> stay, stay here weird. for five sessions. Yeah, that's right. Stay here and
5: just poison them.
1: <laughs> so how did you guys win this year? Oh, we gave everybody typhoid. <laughs>
5: STI's. This, this, <laughs> this campaign's version of the
1: exploit <laughs> spell books, our uh, library books. <laughs> <Not right. clears throat> you are nasty. All right. So with the various activities which are going on around you, you can. Um, those of you who are not really quite as um, hands-on with the construction or not able to offer much. Um, Those of you who aren't able to offer much will be able to see that the Prince Meikle seems to be intent on setting the children down, keeping them settled and somewhat entertained, and largely keep them from getting underfoot. This lasts for maybe about an hour before the Prince himself seems to tire of this particular thing and tries to involve himself in the various projects around the warehouse, leaving the supervision of the children to his bard. Now, the prince, for all his um, enthusiasm, is very much definitely getting underfoot for many of the uh, construction people around, and if anything, his uh, presence is currently setting the progress back.
4: Shall I try and convince him to calm Keep the him fuck entertained
3: down? him Distract yes.
4: him. I think I'll just try and tell him that he should go and work on some battle plans.
1: Um, Rob, just remi- remember that Tinkrit's currently handling the stealth side of things.
4: Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. I thought we'd finish that bit.
1: Okay. Yeah, I figure it's probably going to be an ongoing progress throughout the day. So. All right. Yeah. Um. So Rithgar, Solturum, Norloth, and Will. You guys may do something here if you're so inclined.
2: Right. Um. I'll probably get involved. Look, mate, uh, I appreciate it if you go and fuck off and do something else. You're kind of uh, interrupting business here. You're not at all helping. Um, I think you should maybe just, look, take a seat, you know, put your feet up and and don't, don't ruin what we've got going here, all right?
1: Alright, so the prince looks at you, a hint of um, fury in his eyes are being spoken to quite so um, blatantly. He gives a bit of a snide sniff, and he pulls up a nearby chair and simply sits by you before he perches his feet on the wall, just staring at you in mild defiance. Alright, if you don't want me to uh, do anything around here, give me your story, I still need to hear it.
2: Like I said, don't need to hear my story don't know nothing about me i'm just here so i can get fuck you know what no 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 that's don't. i know what you're doing you trick me into telling you no i'm not no and i walk away
1: you feel the prince's eyes just stare at you from across the room his hands are crossed across his chest and again to everybody else he just looks like a completely petulant child fucking nonce (laughs) And kudos on the British-isms, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. All right.
4: You're, you remind me of this character. I should play him. In the, he's in the video I posted.
1: <laughs> the video you posted. All right. I might look at that one later. <laughs> <clears throat> All righty. So... After some time, it looks like the prince does eventually get bored, and he begins to wander over to where his bard is keeping track of the children. And he kind of sits down around there before he makes eye contact with the nearest person. Um, Let's have a look. Norloth, who is on vaguely friendly terms, or I suppose Norloth vaguely tolerates his presence. Uh, Luke, what's Norloth up to at this point? Nope, Luke left.
4: E is gone.
1: Uh, <laughs> Salty's on mute. I'm right here. Not there. Nope, Luke F is on. Is fine. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> In that case, lacking a Luke... Loo- nope, he's gone, and now he's back. I'm assuming he's having microphone issues. Yeah, I can't hear him. Yeah. All right. Well, in that case, um, let me roll the dice here
4: the NBN for overseas visitors.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Australian internet is a, the envy of the world or so I am told.
2: No good. <laughs> All
1: right. Uh, let me roll the dice here. All right. In that case, scrolling down, Michael Rithka at this point staggers in. He's pretty much covered in sweat after his um, escapades in setting up various traps around the warehouse. At that particular point, the uh, prince catches sight of him and then just immediately stands up and moves over. You are one of the one who hasn't given me your story either. I want to hear it. Tell me, why are you here? Why did my father pick you? here because
0: i'm hired that's why i've come here to do a job there's nothing more to it and uh i glance around the room and cast darkness and just uh take off go back (laughs) straight back outside
1: (laughs) fair enough all right so the prince continues along this particular vein just trying to bother many of the warriors into actually telling them why he they have been selected and a lot of their stories do match up with everybody else's in the parties at this particular point. It's only after he uh, receives a uh less than friendly <laughs> a less than friendly uh, reply that he eventually just seems to give up and proceeds to sulk by um, his bard, who gives him a bit of a sympathetic look and begins to gently play music in the background to keep him distracted. Alrighty. The ugly bard. Yes, the very ugly bard.
3: Most well, uncharismatic bard I've ever met. Yes. Yeah.
1: Hey, he has a very lovely voice, okay? Alright. So, the work for this continues in um, further into the night, and it's roughly around 6pm or 7pm where the absolute basics are finally completed, with the in- interior of the warehouse finally being sealed off against the element outside, as well as... um. A quick attempt has been made to close the uh, wa- the doors leading outside onto the river. So, would anybody like to try and hit me up with a strength check to see if their characters capable of doing so?
3: No, I might have minus one. <laughs> nope.
4: <laughs> but I do send Trimp out to um, keep guard. <laughs> Oof.
2: Why did that roll with advantage? That was very
4: I don't know, but you fall in the water.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Your character is mainly strength based Addison. I feel you this is like the second time you've rolled really badly with them. Yeah. I know, it's terrible. All right, so with a 5, Addison. Um, so these doors are absolutely massive. Uh, let me bring you guys back to the map. So it's one of those stereotypical kind of dock ones, uh, roughly around here, which when open and shut will pretty much allow admittance to any boat that's intending to come through. So functionally, you're fighting against the river current as well as the water that's actually in the um, warehouse already to try and close it. So, with that in mind, how do you fail? It's going to be slightly humiliating, but I'll leave it up to your choice.
2: Um, honestly, I don't know. Maybe I'm just—I'm still tired from my uh, my elk form, uh, and I'm just—I'm not used to having only two legs. <laughs> and I go—I <laughs> go and I go push, and I probably my arms given in, and I just stack it.
1: All right. Uh, sorry, you're in your normal form, right? Yeah. yeah. Alright, so regardless of being in your normal form, as you feel yourself slip, you uh, let out a very um, deer-like bleating sound before there is a splash and you just topple into the water.
2: Oh dear. I turn into a quipper and swim
1: away. (laughs) Alright. So, Luke, you have rolled a 12 of Salturum and... um, a while being much better than a five, it means that you're still going to fail to actually close these just without any particular um, consequence. Did you no, want to add right. flavor? I,
5: I, 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 I have a try tried doing it and realized that it's beyond my strength. And I'm looking at the the doors. And can I assess the, the weight of the doors at all in terms of how heavy they are?
1: Uh, hit me up with a nature or investigation.
4: I don't exist on the map, by the way, Sam.
5: Sorry. Mm. <laughs> Oops. You do
2: your inside. You you do rob your inside breeze.
4: Okay. I've
5: dreamt of that. I've dreamt get that out of Can that. I, does I, yeah. anyone? All right. Does anyone else, Does anyone have a have an idea of how heavy those doors might be? <laughs> I have an idea for
3: something else, though. I have um some oil flasks in my pack. Would I be able to use one to? boil up the hinges on
1: that door yeah i'll allow that yeah. and for everybody listening in keeping with our previous campaign um luke and solterum just rolled a three for nature you are baffled by these <laughs> yeah. doors uh luke you um... uh, it's not
5: not my forte um, <laughs> assessing the weight of 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 doors but like i was considering using telekinesis to shut them hence why i was trying to work out whether i i could do that
4: <laughs> how many of us, us have got Mage Hand?
0: I, I think it might be
5: more than 10 pounds. <laughs> you did <be> together. <laughs> 20.
0: <laughs> Is Tilturem the second strongest character in our party? No, I, can't, I,
5: mean, I can't do 240 damage in one um, attack.
0: No, I mean like strength <laughs>
5: characteristic.
1: <laughs> I am checking that now, and it doesn't look good, guys.
4: For <laughs> hey, I know that much.
1: Nope, t- nope, no, okay. It is Addison who is the strongest character, but otherwise Soltorium is the second strongest.
5: Oh, that's dreadful. <laughs> that is dreadful. Wow. Because
1: all of y'all otherwise have set your sta- your strength, all of you, sorry, Breeze, Norloth, Tinkeret, and Rithgar, you all have an eight in strength. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, oh,
4: you know, that
5: might come in handy if I... My, my my charismatic arguments fail on the little fellas. <laughs> um, well, does, does 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 the does the door oiling help?
1: The door oiling um, hit me up with a dexterity check.
3: Just straight decks.
1: Sorry, uh, straight decks or sleight of hand? I will give you the option.
3: Alright, I'll do sleight of hand.
0: Could I get involved with a survival check to, um, uh, you know, start using ropes and pu- uh, ropes and pulleys and such thing lying around to leverage our strength?
1: Yeah, if you'd like.
2: I, I, I poke my head out of the water just in shame, slowly go back underneath, <laughs> waiting <laughs> waiting till the doors have been opened.
1: Alright, so a 22 of sleight of hand. So these are ancient doors, um, Sam. Uh, Pretty much one of the reasons that Soltorium got a bit distracted is their design is fairly unusual, and it takes you a quick moment to realize that the hinges actually go through the entirety of the door. In doing so, you pretty much had to figure out a way to get the oil from the top down to the bottom, which is about 5 feet uh, down, but with a 22, I'm going to say that you definitely managed to um, succeed at that one. Uh, did you want to flavor that, or you're good?
3: Um, no, no. I just guess I just intricately spread the oil throughout the hinges on the door.
1: Yep. Easy. Saying,
3: maybe, Will, you should give this another try.
4: <laughs> I, look for, I look for something that can be used as a lever and shout, give me a lever large enough and I shall move the world.
1: All right. And, Michael, you're also doing an investigation to um, figure out the fulcrum?
0: I was doing uh, survival I thought and happy oh, to roll yep. or just give us advantage to someone else
1: um, I will allow you to give advantage to someone else so who wants to be the one to make the ultimate roll here
4: I've just realized that I've got block and tackle amongst other things
1: so why don't we use engineering <clears throat> to try and solve this problem well, from the sounds of it, that's what Michael's heading towards. So, whoever does the roll, you will be doing this now at advantage with a plus five, considering the oiling and the help being provided by Michael's character.
3: Is that a nature check? Sorry? What, che- what check is it? Strength. Strength. Oh, I'm... All right, I'll get back out of the water. <laughs> right, I, I, guess,
2: I guess I should actually maybe give it a go again. Maybe... Air form. Nah, I'm going to turn into a warhorse. I think that might be a oh, bit yeah. better for the pull. With
4: my rope and pulley.
2: Yeah. So I, I transform into a warhorse. Alright, attach the pulleys to me. Okay. <laughs> and I run straight. I just, I just pull.
1: Yep. Alright. Hit me up with the strength. Gets a natural one, falls in the water again. <laughs>
4: You got advantage. advantage. Oh, yes. There was advantage.
1: All right, final outcome of 19. All right, so this one is going to be able to finally end up closing things. Um, There is a bit of a a shower of dust as the um, roof finally becomes accustomed to these doors finally being closed after God knows how many years, but you guys can immediately feel a difference in the temperature as the doors being closed seem to just outright block out any of the bad weather or at least the coldness of night
2: maybe we should have kept them closed it's a bit fucking cold now oh wait no i'm on a horse
1: <laughs> it's warm <laughs> it's warmer all right so with that piece of excitement over and the children now wanting to uh have a ride on the horsey pretty much your night begins to come to a bit of an end so with pretty much all the outside activities being curtailed um it comes down now that the prince begins to set up a bit of a war table uh in the central area so i'm going to say around here uh just pretend those are actual table where you guys can see a bit of a rough map of the city seems to have been drawn up and in particular it looks like there are a few Uh, locations of interest which have been marked out on them so uh the prince begins to talk fairly quietly with some of the other um warriors but over time they a plan begins to come forward and it seems that the prince wants to go through a bit of an underhanded method to try and win this year's Yolkheim. Specifically, he wants to go through the catacombs of the city, dig up into the royal keep, and through there, hopefully, take the entire keep and with it the entire game itself. So the overall explanation takes about half an hour before the prince looks, uh, sorry, sinks back into his chair, looking fairly smug, and simply opens it to the room. So, how's my plan sound? With my whole telepathy, I tell him, "You
2: want you want us to fucking dig? Fuck that."
5: <laughs> how do you, how how do you know that? When we get through the catacombs, we'll reach a place where we can actually tunnel through the bedrock the castle's built on
1: to get into the keep. Oh, makes logical sense. The catacomb goes throughout the entire city. There's got to be some which comes in, uh, at least has to sprawl directly under it. If we're able to go through, it means we won't need to take the main road and we won't need to scale the outside cliff. And they're not exactly going to be expecting us to uh, go through their uh, their floor, are we? How do you expect us to tunnel through bedrock?
6: Did you bring explosives?
1: He gestures towards the various warriors. I'm sure some of you are mages.
3: Do you have a map of the catacombs, or are we just guessing this?
1: No. So. It's at that point that the prince becomes notedly quiet and shares a bit of an uneasy look with his bard. We no. we have explored the catacombs, but the, I've been informed that they tend to change over time. I don't know how, but apparently they change. Right. They change.
0: Who told you that?
1: My father has uh, had several other majors and so forth throughout the years go through the catacombs to figure out what uh, use they may be able to provide to our efforts, but they've never been able to retrace a single pathway tw- uh, the same way every year. So... I don't know if they necessarily change immediately, but I'm fairly sure if we are able to map out the catacombs this year, we may be able to. We should be able to use them to at least come up in a different location than they're expecting. What's
0: in the catacombs? Sorry. What's in the catacombs?
1: The catacombs have ours. You are not from our. Fair country, are you? I don't remember. <laughs> he gives you a bit of an incredulous look before he goes, Ah, yes, hired. Uh, um, for those of you who are new to our country, the... We stand on the site of a great warlord who uh, once ruled this fair city and all the lands that you could surveil from here. And unfortunately, the catacombs now contain the um, deceased of those who would have stood against him. So, okay, uh, for the most part, the there is the occasional wandering dead, but it is nothing that I'm sure warriors of your... He stops for a moment before he gives a specific look towards uh, Will. Your... Calabar would be able to handle.
2: What was that look, mate? What what was the look? What was that for? I heard heard your tone.
5: That still doesn't doesn't explain um, how, even if we get through the catacombs, unless the catacombs actually enter into the keep itself, how you expect us to burrow through solid rock.
1: Well, magic you, can you, do you, it, you, can't you, it?
5: You, you, do... Well... Sure, but at the, end, at the end of the day, it's going to require an intense amount of magical energy to blast through solid rock, which will probably defeat the purpose of trying to sneak in um, through the basement.
3: So let's call this one Plan B. Anyone got any <laughs>
4: other
1: ideas?
5: Well, I think
3: there's
4: have we built a team, We haven't built a team with thugs, dear boy. We are a team of Stealth Masters. And you should take full advantage of that, those skills, those abilities, rather than use this as a blunt instrument. I look around, I look around and I'm talking to the prince. Uh, uh, um I look around and point out, look at some of the rather larger ones. S- send those, those big ones off to dig holes. We'll find another way in and when you blow it up, we'll climb over the wall stealthy like and take control for you.
1: A pincer movement. Indeed. So the prince uh, simply goes. Mm. Well, all right. I suppose we can arrange for that. Well, I had another plan where we uh, try and divide up our um, forces so that we can catch them unaware from ever- several places. I want us all working out of here as a central headquarters. But if we can establish outposts through other places in the city, then we might be able to uh, overwhelm their forces, or at least keep track of their uh, keep track of their movements.
3: Sounds a bit better to me.
4: It sounds like a better use of our skills, my lord.
1: Well, if that's the case, this was one of the uh, areas that we were looking for, but I think we're setting this up as an ideal base. We're we're also looking at uh, one section of the catacombs, which seems to be self-contained, at least externally, but um, I think there was another place, a guild hall, which is up on the second ring. If you, were, if you and your uh, stealth masters are so inclined, you can uh, seize the guild hall and ensure that it cannot be used against us and can work for our forces instead.
4: What's say you chaps?
3: Sounds a little more to my skill set. Great.
4: And Rithgar. And Will. All,
3: All
4: right, Will. agreed, agreed. All off. And Salty t- Old Boy.
5: Tinker <laughs> at t- 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 a quiet word over here, please. Certainly. This. Yes. The, the young Jarl doesn't strike me as being the sharpest tool in the toolbox. He's thick as two planks and twice as dumb.
1: Do we really...
5: The, the objective of this game, as I understand it, is... Protect the children, protect the young Yarl, and protect the artifact. Do we really want to take the the group, which is clearly most capable of achieving that task, and leave him essentially in charge of the main pieces of the game? Sam, have we noticed anyone
4: more that, that seems capable amongst the other hirelings and mercenaries and?
1: Yep. All right. So you haven't really traveled with anybody outside of your immediate party. Um, pretty much, as you guys might recall from the last session, you, the entire forces were kind of brought here over six or seven caravans as opposed to just one big group. So you've pretty much only had about the last 24 hours to really get to know people. Um, feel free to roll me an insight if you are, would be so inclined. A natural (laughs) twenty. God damn it.
5: You're a twenty machine. All right. How about
4: that?
1: (laughs) And Rob, that brings you up to five nat twenties stored away, because I'm assuming you're gonna be storing that.
4: Uh, I will store it,
1: yes. Yep. All right. So
4: buying a certain shield.
1: Alright, so you have gotten to know quite a number of your companions, even with the last 24 hours, enough that you feel like you can have a firm handle on their particular um, their uh, abilities, as well as their capacity to actually do as they're told, and kind of be expected to remain around. And now, in particular, you do have one member of um, Clan Solvgrig whose name is Solithyme, who is a... a mage um they don't seem to overly have much in common with your particular uh group of um magical abilities but he does come across as a fairly earnest academic who with a very quick eye he was very quick to um he was one of the very few who actually seemed to notice the um hustle ...that you guys were uh, doing over the other members of the uh, clan uh, the previous night. However, he was apparently not inclined to actually mention it to anybody.
4: Right. But I loosened his tongue, did I? I
1: loosened his tongue?
4: He he decided to share it. Sorry, say again. That that doesn't matter.
7: Let's let's (laughs) move
1: on. Alright, no worries. All right. So yes, um, the bioman- uh, Sorry, the person called Solothyme. So let me spell that out for you. Solothyme, is it? Solothyme. There we go. That's cool. I
4: written it Solothaim, but Solothyme. it is cool.
1: So long as you didn't t- uh, write down cellophane.
4: I didn't. Excellent. I but if I, he crosses I, I, you, oh really, boy! I really didn't. <laughs> But I may call him that from now on. (coughs) Noted. Um, Solothime, have you noticed that the prince seems somewhat rash?
1: It is a good trait for any particular yarl, one who is uh, quick to defend his people. Of course, it does tend to um, cause some problems on the battlefield when he does not look before he leaps. He says, yes. very, very carefully neutral.
4: Yes. Um, and it's always better for a, a yarl to have someone to do some of that
1: looking before the leaping, wouldn't you say? I am entirely inclined to agree, my Lord Pipe Drone.
4: You seem someone capable of vision.
1: Uh, possibly somebody who is uh, quick to perceive and quick to advise. Someone who is experienced in the world. Yes.
4: And you seem to have some measure of respect from the yarl as
1: well. Ah, well, respect can be measured in many ways, but I am uh, inclined to talk to the yarl with all due, uh, the yarl's child with all due honour.
4: Yes, um, we are concerned that should we leave, he may make decisions that will be to his own detriment, and we're looking for someone to guide him to help him make the correct decisions. I feel that you may be that person. What say you?
1: Zollofaim so pauses for a moment, his eyes flickering across Mikel and then across to the Bard, who seems very happily entertaining the children with a um, quick game as well as a quick song on his lute. I believe that the position of council is already filled for the young prince, but... Um, I suppose that having somebody nearby that he may be able to get even a third opinion, you know, somebody who can keep an eye on the children, who he may be able to approach, would be uh, beneficial to our task. I can think of nobody else, and there are many of my magics which would be more beneficial here rather than spread around the city, so I am inclined to agree with you.
4: Shall we have a conversation with him to persuade him of your ability before we
1: leave? So with that, you get a bit of a wicked grin coming from uh, Solothheim. I thought that you were impressed enough with my abilities that no such persuasion was required.
4: I certainly need no persuasion. Certainly by that answer, you've proven me right. But the Jarl is young and may need some persuasion.
1: Of course. Well, let us go talk to him, and if worse comes to us, we have some mead stored back there.
4: Um, Yes. What what about uh, a possibility also, should there be an issue you'd be able to contact us?
1: Mm, He stops for a moment before he just looks a bit chagrined. I will admit the capacity to uh, communicate with you over we uh, using magic is unfortunately outside of my repertoire if i am more i am definitely able to uh, respond if you are able to uh, get it to me but i cannot get into contact first so to speak i do have uh, many magics which may be visible from around the city however
4: we, we may have a solution to that i think we might, do we not have message stones i call salty over salty old boy mm. do we have message
5: stones still did we resolve that issue last game? Yeah, I stole
4: but, them, remember? I stole them back.
5: <laughs> well, I don't remember the, the outcome of that discussion, but if we did steal them back, then yes, we have message stones.
1: <laughs> yes, you guys uh, do have the message stones since uh, Tinkrit liberated them.
5: That's right.
4: Let's call a state a state. I stole them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so- so-
5: so- so- Sollathine, we have message stones that can allow us to communicate throughout the city.
1: Well, if you're willing to part with them, then yes, I am more than... Um, um, no, no, you're willing to lend.
5: Lend. Lend.
4: My dear man.
1: He gives you just a bit of an innocent smile. Of course, just like uh, those men were lending their coins. We'll see how this ends up. And then he just gives a bit of a wink. Regardless, I will be able to use this and communicate with you as required.
4: Lovely. So should we try and persuade the, the, the Yarl?
1: Yep. Okay. Right.
4: Do you want to have a crack salty or shall I?
5: Well, I mean I mean it's very kind of you to let this um, someone with the charisma modifier of less than three hundred have a chop at this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, that wasn't uh, salty at all.
4: <laughs> so, oh, hey, hey, there you
5: go.
1: <laughs> all right, regardless, you just got a 25, so nice work. Uh,
5: okay. <laughs> all right. My, my, my lord, the suggestion we have is that uh, my lord Pipe Drone and, and my company will go and clear the guild hall. Um, while we're gone, we think it would be wise... Um, in order to preserve the secrecy of our, of our current base um, for you and the children and your warriors to momentarily remain here. And we will be in communication with uh, Solothine um, to update you and receive instructions from you uh, as we proceed about that task. Um, that, that, that's our advice for your consideration.
1: So, it doesn't take too long before the Prince is aptly convinced that uh, having Solothine by him in order to coordinate things is the best course forward. By the end of um, Solturim's discussions, he is almost convinced it was his idea in the first place. Now the only thing that the prince is very reluctant to budge on is the fact that he doesn't necessarily want you guys leaving tonight, as the possibility for Clan Coldstreak to go forward and make a one immense strike starting at midnight, which is when the Yolkine officially begins, is a very real one.
4: We have trapped this area and we will be able to come back fast.
5: Mm, it would be good to have a long rest though, if we can get one.
4: Okay. I'm open to that. Let's speak to the rest <laughs> of the party.
3: Uh, yeah, I'm
2: happy to have a nap.
3: I mean, I can go out and scout a little bit. I'm. Quite, quite fine as it is, and come back and have a little bit of a short rest.
4: Well, we can send Trimp out for that and Hoot. Let them do the hard work. Okay. Well, it's up to you, of course.
3: Yeah, I'm fine. Fine with having it nap.
1: Alrighty. Well, that sounds like the majority.
6: That's fine. That's always good.
1: So, seems like we have a majority ruling them. Alright, so, the night continues on, and it looks like the various warriors of the clan are willing to begin dividing themselves up into shifts, and you can notice that everybody seems to get more tense the closer it gets to midnight. Hoot and Trimp, as, um, at this particular point, the only thing that they can report is that it seems like a fairly large flock of bats seems to uh, currently be in the skies above the city, but they don't seem to be acting like bats normally do. Unfortunately, neither of them are really able to get any closer to the flock swarm. What's the collective term for bats? Effective term for bat. Is it colony? Yes, a colony. Or a cloud. Cloud, colony, or a camp? Hmm.
4: (laughs) A camp of bats.
1: Yeah, apparently. 1960s
4: Batman version.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It wouldn't surprise me if that's honestly the reason. Alright, but they're not able to get close enough to the colony of bats to necessarily figure out exactly what they're doing. Um, So, midnight comes, and... Here and there, some of the other warriors have gone out for a quick patrol of the streets, but there doesn't seem to be anything that actually seems to occur. It looks like that clan, Coldstrig, is intending to hold back their forces and not go for an all-out offence as soon as things can go through.
4: Probably because they're too busy on the potty.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Putting it politely.
5: Maybe maybe you should chuck some of the... uh... Guts from the slags into the oh,
4: yes. Trimp, my boy. Another job. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just begins muttering and stick some of his <laughs> poison <laughs> in it
4: as well.
1: Alright. So Trimp goes off to do that and it doesn't take long before Trimp eventually comes back, reporting a success, and you guys are left to your own devices. Um, what would you guys like to do for a downtime activity of eight hours?
7: I'm...
0: Sorry. as a... Yeah, I'm going to rest. But that's okay, isn't
1: it? Yeah. If you guys want to sleep, go for it. I'm just more bringing it up in case some of you guys don't need to sleep. No, I'll sleep.
4: I'm used to all nighters, but um, <laughs> in this instance, I think I may.
2: I think I am...
3: Breeze. will take a short rest. Um, he doesn't need a full rest, um, and then I guess he will maybe find a nice perch to watch over the the area from. Yep.
1: Excellent. All right. In that case, night passes. And you guys are woken up at around dawn and advised that during the night, one of your warrior companions seems to have disappeared and has actually missed their particular check-in.
4: One of the ones patrolling outside the doors. That's right. Right. Who was it this time?
2: Who went for a piece and didn't come back? Must have gotten fucking
1: lost. So the prince is also livid, basically just muttering horrible things about somebody who would abandon the children and just pretty much assuming the worst, that they've uh, gone off in order to try and uh, steal the artifact for all the glory themselves.
3: Did Hoot or I catch a glimpse of anything that was happening?
1: Uh, With your roll of 15 from before, Hoot is none the wiser.
3: And trimpy old boy. was I
1: I asleep?
3: For the part where that happened, or uh, when I went outside to find a perch and sit up nice and high myself, did I see anything?
1: You did not. No. All right. Um. And Rob, would you be able to roll me either perception or, uh, yeah, perception for Trimp?
3: Oh, I forgot that Maya um, gets advantage on perception checks as well. Ah, oh,
1: cool. uh, yes, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> herp derp derp derp
4: i mine. I can't see any end of him. Just shit, because mine's rubbish.
1: Anyway. Alright, so a 19 for Trimp. That is Trimp's all right. right? Yep. Excellent. Alright, so throughout the night, um, and Trimp undergoing his various duties... Um You've kept Trimp out for the last twenty four hours, correct?
4: Yeah, but he's he doesn't need to sleep. He's a, what's his name? Thing can a fiend.
1: Give me a second, however. Do, 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 do. Yes, it's something that um thomas actually advised me of last week and you guys are going to love it he might not be to sleep but apparently familiars do still need to rest so if he's not resting it means that he's going to be working with one level of exhaustion apparently
7: um,
1: yeah it doesn't say that he's not able to do so so yeah if you dismiss him for that long it can be perfectly fine but yeah he does need to rest at one stage well,
4: i did need to sleep
1: apparently they don't need to sleep but they need to rest so kind of like elves
4: oh, so they can do it for a couple of hours then like a meditation like elves
1: not quite a meditation i don't think there's a trance option but do you want me to just confirm that with thomas sure all right give me a quick sec
3: like
2: uh, a familiar needs to be dismissed for a certain amount of hours otherwise they take a level of exhaustion
3: I mean it same like the undying warlock because they don't need to sleep um, but they still get exhaustion if they don't rest I assume
6: mm. who knows we'll
2: find out when to... I get that yeah I guess we're about to find out <laughs> All right, I wonder where this uh, member has gone. I, th- I think my vote is he went to chucker Piss and, and got lost.
3: He probably got taken for information. I'm a sceptic.
4: Yes, I'd suggest that's probably... Oh, exactly. yeah,
6: that's more likely. Does anyone have, like, locate person or whatever it is?
3: Uh,
6: uh, no, I don't. I mean, is someone good with
3: nature? We could track. Yeah. Probably probably survival.
5: Yeah.
4: yeah. That's Rithka's yeah, job. Yeah,
5: it's <sighs> Rithka. We might need to. It might be a spy. Yeah. I think Rithka
0: right. will suspect he's been taken, stolen by a demon. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
3: Yeah, let's see if I know locate oh, this. Locate anything.
2: Locate okay, creature. Oh. Yeah, I do know locate creature, so I could do that. After my long rest, I can prepare it and be like, all right, let's uh,
1: find him.
4: Okay. What I've been able to see, it's all up to the DM.
1: And the back. From the sounds of it, you guys might have uh, already looked it up and found the answer.
4: It says that it's up to the DM.
1: Fair enough Alright, so rules as written is functionally that they do There's nothing that says they don't need to do, an all, yeah, do a rest and all that So functionally they will need to rest on their own But um, there is technically a way around it Which is if you just outright dismiss your familiar and get a new familiar Because your new one just comes in completely rested and so forth As Thomas was very happy to tell me <laughs>
3: How long would constitute enough of a rest for a familiar to not get exhaustion?
1: Uh, so they need to basically have a long rest down time of eight hours. So
0: unacceptable. It's... Do you recast the spell then, or uh,
1: if you dismiss it and get an outright new familiar, you can recast yeah. it and bring it like that?
0: But if it's if it's just rested, then it's yeah. It's,
1: yeah. Pretty much.
4: You, are you saying that it wouldn't be Trimp? Is that what you're telling me?
1: That's right. If you want to get rid of Trimp.
4: And if I. Ha, re, well, Trimp's already died and I've resummoned
0: him. <laughs> you could get Trimp and Tramp. And then just alternate. Yeah, I could.
2: Tramp, Tramp, and Trump.
0: There's already enough Tramps in this
4: team, I mean.
1: Now, now, I think there's only one bard. <laughs> Isn't that enough? <laughs> True. Wait, aren't you that part?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that enough?
1: <laughs> True. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yes, um, they will be susceptible to sleeping rules, because, yeah, apparently that's rule- uh, rules as written. Or rather, rules as not written. What does it,
4: what is it um, one level of exhaustion do to him?
1: Sorry?
3: What does one level of exhaustion do Disadvantage.
2: It's disadvantage in
6: all ability checks. Yep. Okay,
3: that being said, I will dismiss my owl to the Feywild. Not yep. completely, just like, I mean to the pocket dimension. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, no we'll worries. So, yeah, level 1 of exhaustion is disability on ability checks.
3: Alright. Go and have a rest
4: in another realm. Come back.
1: Alright. Okay, your familiars are now dismissed.
4: But so I do it for an hour and then I summon it in.
0: I and then you what? i in mince-like. I have a little bedroom laid out next to mine.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Does Will have a... Oh, wait. Did you go with that character concept of Will having a mouse?
2: Yeah, he's got a mouse. Cheese. He's just, he's, it's Chuck E. Cheese, yeah. But he just naps on his shoulder most of the time. He doesn't actually do anything. <laughs> what
0: this about is... the plant?
2: The plant? Uh, yeah, Leif Erickson, Uh He walks beside me most of the time. But they functionally have no use in combat, and I don't really use them as uh, familiars. They're just there for, for me, just for colour.
1: MMO yeah. aesthetic pets.
0: Pretty much. But he's resting. But <laughs> yes. have Like
1: a bed. Okay, plants don't rest; they photosynthesize.
3: <laughs> but uh,
4: yeah, <laughs> not at night they don't. Yeah, I know. Right. <sighs> so well, what we're telling me is that the 19th perception, well, what, what are we saying about that? Was he asleep or was he unsummoned and then summoned back?
1: So um, if you want to have kept, keep, uh, keep him out for the perception check, it will be done at disadvantage. If you want to have dismissed him, then you won't be able to get that role at all.
4: So, dismiss him and call him back. I get him fresh, but I don't get him to do the role.
1: Okay. Yep. Yeah. Well, he still needs to rest for eight hours, so.
4: Uh, not if you summon him back, weren't we just saying?
1: No, that's if you outright get rid of him as a familiar bond and then get a new familiar altogether.
0: Surely <sighs> <of> you jest. <laughs> no. Is Trimper familiar or is he something else? He's a familiar. Else. Okay.
4: So he's not an actual fiend. Just just for your information, Rithgar Oh. So why
0: have I been trying to stab him? Because he's been confused.
1: Because <laughs> 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 regardless, he's very annoying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Same reason I'm always trying to stab people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, yeah, which way do you want to do it, Rob? Yep.
4: Yeah, um, no role.
1: No role? Okay. Consider it disappeared. You know nothing. You know nothing. Nothing. Okay. So, yes, you wake up to the news of this particular um, warrior who has disappeared in the night. It hasn't overly concerned most of the others. They seem to be just pretty much listening to what the prince is saying is and assuming that the idiot has probably gone to try and do an early rush solo run of the um, and collect the artifact himself or but has just been caught in the process.
2: Right. What's his name? What's he look like? Where is he from? <laughs> I'll find him.
4: What does he smell like?
2: I'm casting locate <laughs> creature.
1: Alrighty. Give me a quick check. No, sorry, a quick moment is what I meant to say. Yep, give me a quick check, guys.
3: <laughs> what kind of yep, check yes, we found him?
2: <laughs>
1: All of
7: them. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right investigation
3: insight
4: he's, he's <laughs>
7: going for a
4: 20 <laughs> stop <it. laughs>
3: if you get it, if you got a nat one you just got one so
1: <laughs> all right so the person in question their name is nel sheddle nel Shadil, who is a bit of an older man a little bit pompous but um you presume that the only reason that he's kind of been um Included in this particular one is—he looks like he was a warrior of some great renown back in the day. Definitely that sort of one who would go and talk about how everything was much better in his heyday, and adventuring uh, was no wasn't quite as complicated.
7: Gramps,
2: are calling him. Sorry. Grandpa will be calling him.
7: <laughs>
2: yes. Right, Uh, so, Uh, yeah, I'll cast Locate Creature and it'll tell us what way he is. Oh, if he's within a thousand feet of me.
1: Yep. Uh, Just checking through. You get no sense whatsoever. Right. Fuck, he is
2: nowhere near here, wherever he is.
3: He might be dead, guys.
2: I mean, we, he shouldn't be. The whole point of this is that we don't kill people.
1: Yes. that's Am what I, I still sleeping, say? Um Sorry, Michael? Am I still sleeping? If you want to have woken up by this point, you feel free to. I'll have considered everybody to have completed their long rests.
3: I mean, unless he's a thousand metres or more away from you. be yeah. on the other explanation, right?
2: oh yeah it's... otherwise we head into the semi middle of the city and hopefully we'll get a bit of a better
3: uh
2: gauge of where
0: he is
3: yeah i suppose once we head to the guild hall we can try
0: again so let me let me scout the area for tracks it, is not it, uh, uh, that... it, it sorry,
5: sorry. Just,
0: mm-hmm. sam can i uh, scout the area for tracks and Signs of
1: Demons, Paul? Yep. So you'll be doing that presumably after you've made your preparations and left? Yeah. Yep. Okay, yeah. so once you're actively oh. going, uh, did you guys want to do anything before you guys had left the main headquarters?
0: No. Nope. I tell the prince that his, uh, his, his soldiers probably have been kidnapped by demons and taken to the, one of the levels of hell. If we, can, so if we can find his corpse, we'll bring him back.
1: It's the obvious answer. Yeah. Rufka, let's go. All right. So if you're going to be doing a trap, I will get you to do investigation to try and find any traps. You can also do perception. I might allow survival, but at disadvantage.
0: So I was saying track, T-R-A-C-K-S.
1: Oh, track. Oh, I apologize. Yeah, sorry. All right. So yes, in that case, hit me up with a survival. wow 28 all right so it doesn't take long and uh before rithga is able to pick up traces of the apparently disappeared um person so just like try not to cough (coughs) nope i failed (laughs) choking on my own spit right now (laughs) Yeah, not fun. Alright, so, Rithka, you are able to pick up traces of Nel-, Nel Shadil fairly early on, and you begin to lead everybody a merry chase through the abandoned uh, streets, only stopped here and there on the advice of Tinkrit, just to uh, ensure that you guys are as firmly hidden as is possible. Now... It's about a ten-minute walk from the headquarters of the warehouse, where all traces of Nell Shadil just suddenly disappear. And there were no traces of anyone else. There are no traces. There is just a strange um, indent on in the dirt, as if. Um, Something had been pressed down here, or a blanket laid out, or a magic force had been set down and just cleared it.
6: Can I cast Detect Magic?
1: You may. Alright, Detect Magic. For the duration, you sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of you. If you sense magic in this way, you can use your action to see the faint aura around any visible creature or objects in the area that bears magic, and you learn its school of magic, if any. Alright, so... With that in mind, um, flavor it up for me to begin with. Michael, how do you portray your findings to the rest of the party before Norloth uh, takes his action? The, uh,
0: <clears throat> so I've been tracking along with my eye- eyes almost, almost on all fours as if I'm smelling, smelling, after the, uh, smelling the track. And then I get to a point and uh, I just stop and turn and look to the rest of them and say, this is where the demons took him.
1: <laughs> Alright, so at that point, Norloff steps forward and casts Detect Magic. Uh, how does Detect Magic look when cast by Norloff?
6: Um, he just raises one of his hands, it just glows purple, and then his eyes just start glowing purple.
1: All right. So, as you inspect the world around you, you are unable to detect any particular magic. You aren't even able to detect any lingering magic, which uh, might suit the story that Rithgar has advised. So, no portals have been opened up here. It simply looks as if w- this Shadil um, has just outright vanished with no trace.
3: Hey guys, I'm not sure if I told you, but last night when I had Hoot out, he saw a strange... Um, colony of bats circling the city well, do you I reckon they could have had anything to do with his disappearance well i was about to suggest that maybe he could
2: fly but uh, maybe it's
0: more like that the bats picked him up and took him or he turned into a crowd of bats because he's a demon can <laughs> <laughs> i no, do why an investigation not? checks in? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Investigation of 29. All right. Rithgar, you begin to very intently search the area through all means that are available to you. So sense, vision, hearing. You are unable to find anything... Ultimate personalities. Alternate that... <laughs> personalities. You are unable to find anything that will substantiate... The concept that he has just turned himself into something the only thing that you can really smell is what the smell of what um it smells like old leather old musty leather and that's pretty much all that remains in the area aside from the ambient smells
0: and there's no bat droppings
1: no bat droppings how or, or guano as it's then? called sorry how long have we been traveling to get here so far only about 10 minutes Okay.
5: Um, is, Will, can you sense anything at all? Uh, I, I take it you've been maintaining concentration on your spell.
2: Uh, no, I don't think so. Not yet, anyway. Is <clears throat> there anything else in here? I, I, mean, I think maybe, like, I'll. We'll get a bit further in. Hopefully, maybe sit bang on city centre, and then maybe
3: I'll get something else. This to- is. A, Sorry. This disappearance isn't going to help with Rithka's paranoia or of, you know,
0: the truth.
5: <laughs> you know, to be honest, nothing we do is going to create any relevance for him as far as winning this competition.
0: Sam, um, is there any reason why the Codger would have been coming down here that we can see?
1: With your investigation, um, for all intents and purposes, it looks like he was making a fairly direct beeline, so you got a ridiculous amount of survival and investigation in 28 and 29, so... As near as you can tell, it looks like the prince seems to have actually uh, cottoned on to exactly what um, Nel Shadil might have been wanting to do. Specifically, he wanted to try and uh, surprise Clan uh, Coldstreak and uh, try and take their artifact before they're any none the wiser. However, it looks like he was intercepted in this in his just outright disappearance.
2: Ah, fucking boomers, mate. Fucking boomers. (laughs)
5: All right. Should we proceed onto the guild hall?
0: Yeah, I mean, he kind it of got what that, he deserved.
5: It seems like opinion. a case. Of, yeah, it seems like a case of misadventure.
0: No one deserves what he's got.
5: <laughs> yes, Rufgar.
1: All right. All right. So, the journey across the city continues as you guys begin to scout out the Guild Hall. Now, the Guild Hall, as mentioned, is in the second tier of the city, which, for those of you who either weren't paying attention or have forgotten, the entire city is kind of built in a layer cake um, motif. So, the second ring is the one that is functionally just below the tallest peak, which contains the Royal Keep. Now, getting up there down from the warehouse takes a substantial amount of time. You guys will be looking at a total of 40 minutes if you're able to travel without care. If you guys are trying to be careful and stealthy your way along, you're probably looking closer to an hour.
5: Um, who, who's the, who, who's, who's, who's the uh, essentially invisible members of our party? That's what. Um... That would be me and
6: uh, Chris and Tinker. Uh, i got a plus five
2: I have a plus six or i can just turn to a, a
1: rat
6: I yeah i've also got like a bunch of invisibility spells and stuff so <laughs> so yeah, should we good. roll stealth checks at this stage
1: if you guys want to um if you guys are able to collectively roll better than 16 i will allow you to take the shorter time
4: okay all right get advantage okay.
1: i think we
5: did it oh yeah all
1: right so tinkret was a 24 no that's a 34. 24. um Salturum got himself a 14. well done will has himself a 22. Uh, Rithgar got himself a 24. Breeze got himself a ridiculous 29. And 2, 4. Yep. And Noloth got a 7. <laughs> One of these numbers is not like the other. <laughs> <laughs> Might have fucked up,
6: guys. Hopefully, my uh, 29 brings up the average. Yeah. yeah. Right, it be about
3: 16. We should be fine.
1: All right. So in total that gives you guys an average stealth of unnatural 20. Oh yeah. So you've more than nailed it. Um so Breeze as the uh, un, uh, the official holder of the highest thing there. Um how what do you do to compensate for Norloth's lack of stealth? Um Luke, what firstly how is Norloth being unstealthy?
6: Um He's probably just distracted looking into all the architecture and how the city was built.
1: Okay. So tourist mode. Yep. Yeah. Easy. And Breeze, how do you compensate for that?
3: I mean, I guess he just has an affinity for um, finding quick and silent ways through through cities um, from his background and everything. So he just kind of like points him out to the right spot to go and what not to tread on and yeah. Yep
1: perfect all right i won't lie my mental thing there luke if you couldn't think of it was that you just couldn't figure a way to turn the uh, purple eyes off (laughs) all right so 40 minutes, and you guys are able to make it up to the second ring without nary a peep from the royal keep above you. Um, for those of you with a passive perception of 15 or higher, you will notice that there seems to only be two guards out at any one particular time, and it is almost trivially easy to escape their um, particular view as they gaze down into the city. Those of you who have an additional passive perception of 18 will also note that the guards. Like um, Hoot and, um, oh sorry, like Hoot has noted the night before, do not look overly steadily on their feet at the moment.
5: Do we want to try and capture one of these guards and get some intel directly from them about the the defensive me- measures.
0: If we capture one of them, we're not allowed to kill them, which means we then
5: can't we take in prisoner, take them back.
0: We've already got a lot of
2: pets. (laughs) (laughs) What's one more? What's one more?
5: Come on. Well, the other thing as well is we we could um how can we use this? Like we're we're, we're essentially able to probably manipulate them and grab them.
1: Maybe so
5: they're they're coming down into this tier of the cake, Alexan.
1: No, they're um, surveying you guys, they're surveying the city from the Royal Keep itself, so up on tier one. I'm I'm sorry, I misunderstood. I thought there were
5: guards patrolling down to the city. My apologies.
1: That's all good. Probably Uh, my
2: bad. I've still got some way to go before we get to them, however, let's keep it up, the stealthiness, otherwise they might spot us.
1: So you guys are progressing further up into the city and even as you guys go up the rampart onto the second tier you can see that the view that you get from the city seems to be of a phenomenal view. Pretty much you can see almost the entire country stretching out in every single direction and it's given you unprecedented uh, views of the mountains in the distance as well as the river to the south. Wow If
2: only I had some way to capture this and Remember it forever. Look you, back on it. Never I wanted. To.
1: <laughs> you could turn into a Kodiak bear.
2: Oh, that is true.
1: Then it will be a Kodiak okay. moment.
5: I'll turn into an... Oh elephant. God, Sam. See, we should all get natural. Yeah, we should all, we should so all get bad. a bank 20 for that. <laughs> it was terrible.
1: Nope. <laughs> I regret nothing. How <laughs>
6: much psychic damage do we take?
3: <laughs> that, was, that was the natural one of jokes
1: You're all just jealous because you couldn't think of it yourselves Yeah,
0: yeah Sure <laughs> You sucked me in and I thought there was something fascinating about Kodiak Bears I didn't know <laughs> That's why it really hurts Yeah <laughs>
5: You got me with my own stupidity <laughs>
1: I try At least I didn't get you guys with the moose fact yet again
5: so we're we're, we're, we've now made it to the second layer is that second level of the
1: second tier of the city is that correct That's right. So, moving into the second layer, you can see that everything around here seems to, even over the wear and tear, seems to be of a finer architectural quality than the lower ring. Uh, Especially up here, it looks like most of the buildings surprisingly have uh, handled the wear and tear of time a lot better than the uh, buildings on the lower ring by virtue of largely being built out of stone. Albeit, many of them have still fallen into intense disrepair. The hall in question only takes about a five minute walk once you guys have crossed up the rampart onto the second tier. And even as you um, survey it from the outside, you can see that this looks like it would be a phenomenal area to create a new outpost. As it seems to be a walled off compound about another five minutes walk from the rampart that would lead you up to the um, Royal Keep itself. It looks like the um, structures are also fairly expansive from out here, which is impressive considering the limited space of the city. And likewise, the only real thing that it doesn't have going for it is that it is in a plain open view of the Royal Keep at all times.
3: Right. Well, I mean, this would be a good spot to draw their eyes while we come from somewhere else, you know what I mean? If they can see us at all times. Yeah, that's a good idea. How um
5: is there another tier before we get to the keep? No, it's just the three. Okay. So the keep is the third tier. That's right. Yeah. And positioning wise are we near the main gate for the keep or around the back of the keep or uh sorry, about? could you say again?
1: Where, whereabouts
5: on the tier are we comparative to, say, the front main gate of the tip of her t-
1: Um So, you guys... Oh, how do you describe this? Um, where are you guys comparatively? Okay. So, you guys pretty much have come in the southern exit into the city. Um, the rampant up into the second tier is on the eastern side of the city um the guild hall is towards the northeast of the city with the rampant rampant up to the keep being directly north did that answer the question yeah excellent
0: sam can i use my cartographer's tools and spend some time making maps of this
1: yeah, of course. Are you going to be doing it as you walk, or you're going to be dedicating specific uh, stationary time?
0: If there's if there's ten minutes to be had where I can sit and draw.
1: Yep. All right. Well, you guys are currently on the outside of the um, guild hall, anyway. So, kind of your call where you guys want to go from here. Why do that
4: while I sent trimp in? Mm.
2: He
1: no, needs
4: more Trim, rest,
2: though. No, I think I, I don't think it's been eight hours yet. I think Trim's still a bit tired.
3: Oh, no, he's not. <clears throat> he might. He might um, get the wrath of exhaustion if he's made to go in.
0: This is his first rest since COVID, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Trim's
2: been flat out. He deserves a couple of months off.
0: I mean, surely I can do
3: it just to, just as stealthily. I mean, I, I'll I'll he's happily. Really...
2: He can uh,
4: fly, and he's invisible.
2: I am mean, happy turn
3: invisibility
2: to invisibility uh... spell. Anyway, I'll, I'll happily turn into a, a hawk or something, fly over top. I can't believe that's, that. That would be incredibly sus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
3: I'm happy
7: to slip in over the
5: wall. Uh, I can, I can um, cast invisibility on myself and put on my um, wings of flying.
1: Just spit around for an hour or so, so if I can see. My brain just made an even worse joke. You'd be the flying Soltura monster. God. Well, yep. you
5: were correct. It was a worse joke. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rob, you missed my amazing joke before.
5: Oh, did I? Yep. <laughs> Not worth oh. repeating. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just jokes. Bent the 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 time space definition of a joke. Um, We're
3: all envious that you missed it. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. Listen, I came here to have a good time, and I feel so attacked right now.
3: So do we.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> will not be coming back. I <laughs> we'll have to find a new DM.
5: <laughs> Noted. Okay. So does that sound like a decent idea, um, gentlemen? I will. Um, activate my wings, and cast invisibility on myself, and see what I can see. Sure.
2: Yep. Noloff, don't you have a, a broom as well? Maybe go yeah, with. Yeah. You. All right.
6: Yeah. Well, let's. We go. Like level two spells. Yeah. So We've got it. Uh, we can all fly. Oh, level three.
1: Um,
5: that just takes the fun out of it if you can
1: all fly. All right, so Soltorum, you're taking the air perspective. Uh, Sam, did you want Breeze to sneak in and do the?
3: Yeah. Terrestrial? I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna do it the old-fashioned way. He's gonna go. You guys and your tricks. I'll, I'll just climb over the wall.
1: <laughs> you guys are so uh, fancy. This is how we do it, old school.
3: All right. Back yeah, back in my day, we didn't
4: have wings. <laughs> <laughs> I send shrimp ahead in any
1: case. All right, so wings of flying and invisibility. All right, so um, roll me up a active stealth, um, Sam. 24 and an 18. Okay, so 24 wins. Give me a quick sec. All righty, so from the air. Assault room you can see that parts of the academy slash guild hall seem to actually have some movement on the inside and even as you climb up into the air you can see that most of the build hall guild hall buildings are fully intact at the current time so again it kind of reaffirms that this is actually going to be a phenomenal place to um set up as an outpost with uh fairly expansive grounds However, as you begin to call your- uh, the movement inside the building calls your attention and as you swoop down you can see some fairly large humanoids which appear to be inhabiting the building. Now Sam, at the same time with a 24 in stealth, as you sneak in you are immediately assaulted with the smell of rotting meat and decay you are instantly able to tell that whatever is in this building is obviously a carnivore. Now, as you sneak through the building, it takes you some time before you come across a sleeping humanoid who seems to have a fairly small collection of bones next to it that it seems to be actively trying to collect. Uh, Sulturum and Breeze, can I please get a... Ooh, what do I want to do? An Arcana to identify exactly what these creatures are.
3: No,
1: I know nothing. <laughs> All right. So, salt It takes you a moment to place them before you are able to ascertain that they are a subdivision of ogres, which are simply known as onies. They are fairly ferocious um, magic users in their own right, who are capable of actually changing their form, and most importantly, they are also carnivorous. It takes. Mm -hmm. You do know that they seem to be going through. uh, They traditionally select an area which is fairly well built up, and usually use that as a lair. But generally, they don't uh, go in groups of any larger than maybe eight or nine at maximum. Mm Hmm. Okay. All right. So, um, Breeze, for your knowledge, you're able to ascertain that it looks to be a fairly large humanoid, roughly about nine feet tall. It has blue skin and white hair, and even as you look at it, it is tastefully covered in uh, fairly tattered purple pants. Uh, You can see nearby that it does also have fairly sharp claws, and it looks like this one actually has a rough um, knife, which is simply attached to a pole weapon.
3: I think I'm just more concentrating on the fact that I don't want to become part of its bone collection.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. All right. So that's what the two of you have. Feel free to report back if you would like. Yeah. Head back. All right.
5: I'm going to go back. I'll wait for Breeze. Um, All right, gentlemen. Um, The place looks like it's infested by Oni Um, Do you know what they are? Basically, ogres, but they cast spells and they're pretty, um, they're quite strong. Um, yeah. so, um, this, how many, how many did you see? Uh, I, 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 I don't know how many is in there, but they usually, um, live in their lairs, usually contain groups of up to eight. Great, but they are, but they're, they're, they're quite powerful, they're a, a, a subspecies of ogre. The most the, the most dangerous aspect of, of, of oni's is that they are they will have spellcasters and the spellcasters um, can cast a range of different spells such as sleep and gaseous form and charm person, um, which makes them pretty formidable enemies.
1: Uh, I suspect somebody's looking at, it at the monster manual page.
5: <laughs> hey, I rolled in my part page. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I take it I know more than just their name.
1: Mm, true.
3: All I know is they, they collect bones, and I'm, I'm not keen to become part
0: of that. Were these bones assembled in any sort of shape, like a pentagram?
1: Uh, no. They just look like they seem to. Um... Sorry, Breeze, yeah, you. Gone.
3: They were. They're devil worshippers.
1: Yep, I all of them I devils. I
3: wasn't paranoid enough to find out.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs>
2: I think, I think we should just start uh, rallying Rithgar up every time. Anytime time he asks for something, he's it's like, yeah, a- yeah, it's a, it's a demon. <laughs> you should go and go. I'm glad <laughs> you've
1: Demon, demon! <laughs> then, you know, Kool-Aid man's his way through the walls.
4: <laughs> um. Yes, let's go kill him. All right, All right yeah. Let's fuck him up. Um, do we have any buffing we need to do before we go in there and chop them up? All right, oh, well. why
0: not? I will have a look what I have.
5: Hmm. Hmm. So uh Tinker.
4: Yes. Have a haste. Thank you ever so much.
2: Got Enhanced ability.
4: I can cast Bark Skin on you.
5: On me? Yes you. That would be good. So yeah. probably someone who's more likely to be involved in combat would be better.
4: Well, you have nice. managed to get yourself splattered from time to time, so I think everyone else
3: has got armor class above sixteen. Yeah, I mean, I just I have... intend—I intend on um, making making it to cover again after my attacks, anyway. So.
5: Yeah. All right. Barkskin would be good. Uh, I definitely need an armor class of sixteen. <laughs>
4: You should go uh level of lock, hex blade, and you get like medium armor and shield.
5: No, I'm purely sorcerer. Okay. Here's a <laughs> second a... tank, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess I am now.
7: Huh?
1: <laughs> Alrighty, so all your preparations are done?
2: Uh, I've got um, enhance ability. Anyone want that? What can so, you I can... do? so I can. Hang on, let me open it up. So I can give you bear's endurance, bull strength, cat's grace. Uh, the other ones are just for int- uh, mental stats. But bear's endurance uh, advantage on Con checks, also a do a two d six temporary hit points. Bull's tr- bull strength advantage on strength checks, and cat's grace advantage on dex checks, and doesn't take damage from falling twenty feet
3: or less. You mm.
2: fancy?
0: If not, yeah, that's probably.
2: I'll take some Cat's Grace if
1: anyone wants it. Yeah, I'll Cat's Grace you then. I'll put it in the chat. All right. Well, uh, how about this, guys? Um, if you guys want to continue discussing this, we'll also take a ten-minute break. Alrighty. So, what are you guys going to be doing in regards to our onies? Um, you guys are currently outside the Guild Hall. You have a vague awareness of where um, things are. Um, who would like to be the first in?
3: I guess Breeze might try and creep creep back in and not wake up the sleeping one.
1: Aye. Um, Y'all should be on the map now. I might actually just create an area. So do that. So you guys can actually see it. And we will stall all of our characters there until you're actually on the map.
7: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: All right. (laughs) And I think think that one is Breeze. Alright, go for it, Sam. What would you like to do?
3: Uh, if that one's asleep, can I end its life or...?
1: I am fine for you to go through and make an attack roll. If you are capable yeah. of actually hitting it, and then I have no problems with you either inflicting a lot of damage or just outright killing it.
3: Okay, I um, will try might try and sneak up to it and kill it then. Yes.
1: Alright. Don't miss. <laughs>
3: That's
4: what I'm saying. You don't want me to sneak with you, Sam? Uh, yeah,
3: maybe sneak with me.
4: We'll, we'll, we'll double
3: team this guy. Is
4: it the actress of the bishop?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. That gets a giggle, but I make my Kodiak joke and you all are tearing, telling me I do psychic damage to you. Hate you all.
5: <laughs> yeah. You need to get far far more deeper into the gutter, Sam. Apparently. Do you want to
6: stealth check? Oh, Does it count right. as double teaming if they're halflings? <laughs>
7: That's racist. <laughs> no, it's just called teaming. Funny, Funny though. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, right. think can would
4: be racist against non-existent races. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, so bad, no. Sam Breeze rolled a twenty-four before. Um, Pardon. Breeze rolled a 24 on stealth before, um, so oh, I'll keep that in play. Uh, Rob, roll me an active stealth for Tinkeret, even though we know he's going to pass. Oh, look, a 15. Oh, look, a 25. Never mind. <laughs> Alright, the two of you are going to be able to sneak in with no problem.
4: Uh, after you, sir. I sign in
3: if they use can't. <laughs> I'll um, cast magic illusion with the word shh. Minor illusion. I didn't say anything. It was just my
4: fingers. <laughs> your very loud again. fingers. I say again with my fingers.
2: <laughs> the wind where your fingers move is, is too audible.
3: <laughs> Alright, I guess we creep up and both of us are going to, on the, the count of yeah. a fingered one, two, three, we're both going to um, try and end this, this thing's life. All right. Do you
0: do it on three, or do you do it on, like, the beat after three?
1: Don't confuse
0: it. <laughs> <My> <laughs> on three. Again. I go, on three. Yeah.
1: Okay, let me give you guys a um, little bit of a stakes here. So he is currently unarmored, so his armor class is going to be a flat 10. If you roll a 14 then you will do critical damage if you guys roll an 18 to hit him then you will outright kill him
6: cool seems a bit easy
4: he's asleep
3: no armor okay on the count of three. One, two, two, three. three.
1: All right. We're <laughs> <I'm> good. <laughs> All right. So, Rob, you got a fifteen with your um, attack, so you're going to do a, lo- a massive amount of damage.
4: Oh, I get advantage too. Sorry because the trimpers there.
0: How about that? Okay, so twenty six. <laughs> You'll outright distract
1: a sleeping ogre. <laughs> I don't know. But, Maybe. Sam, with Breeze, you rolled your unnatural twenty first. first, so um, flavour it up for me, the two of you. How do you off this guy?
3: Um, I mean, I'm going to gently wake him up so that he's awake when I do it, and then I'm going to slice his throat. let just have some honour.
1: <laughs> you need to be awake for this. die.
4: My rapier is called a mind blade rapier, so I stick it right through his mind, in one ear, out the other ear.
1: Harsh. (laughs) Alright. So, the ogre uh, wakes up very briefly and gives a pained whimper as you uh, respectively slit his throat and pierce him in the brain, or the mind, one of the two. Um... He struggles for a brief two, three seconds, and then he just falls, um, lapsed.
3: I sign high five. <laughs> I do a minor illusion of a hand high fiving. <clears throat>
1: Alright, so the rest of this room is fairly large. You can see that it seems to have been used as, I suppose, a mixture of a training room. As you can see that there are various fixtures on the wall which, though very old, might be able to hold some weapons. If uh, revitalized, then they definitely can. Uh, You can also see some areas at the other end which seem to contain um, tables. So either for study or presumably for eating, it looks like this seems to be kind of all in one room.
3: Okay. Can I search the corpse for anything useful?
1: Yes, you may. Well, considering I described him before, uh, you will be able to pick up a the Oni's weapon. Um, at the current time, it just I um, would regard that as being a glaive, so it's a melee weapon. I don't know if you're familiar. Uh,
3: I'm going to leave it there. I'm not interested in a glaive.
1: Yep. All right. And aside from that, you are able to find a component pouch containing the um the magical items that the Oni requires for his or her spell casting. So for the most part, it's fairly uh useless to you. But I can't tell
4: what gender they are at this stage.
1: Well, if you would like to roll. Uh,
4: um,
2: what What? What? Uh, don't <laughs> <laughs> no uh,
4: it's just the way he said uh, I would have thought we would have worked out if they're a male or female by the time we killed them he said I, I, didn't,
3: I didn't kill them in such a way as to find out
1: <laughs> they're ogres <laughs> how dare you assume their gender they actually have a hidden fourth gender oh really fourth. all right Um. what was I saying Um, so yes component pouch Um, it is fairly um, tapped out but when you open it up you are able to find what looks like a few gold coins an opal worth about 20 gold pieces and where is my common magic items table nope that's not it um, And you are able to see that it seems to have a single spell scroll. Exactly what it has on it, I will later determine.
3: Mage okay. nice hand. We'll <laughs> pocket that. Sorry? I will pocket that for now in my bag, and whoever it counts the most, I will give it to Can we come in? later.
5: Alright. Can we come in now?
3: Yeah, I'm gonna to go to the door and um
4: I I message Stone and say come in. <laughs> Quiet like. Stop, stop,
1: stop. <laughs> Alright. So you guys begin to search through the room, and you can see that there seems to be two doors leading off and further into the main structure of the guild hall itself. Um, one, upon looking out with a very careful look, you are able to ascertain this one seems to be a courtyard. You aren't entirely sure um, whether there's actually anything in there, as you're being too careful to uh, make sure you're not actually seen, but those of you who inspect over here will stop at the door as you can hear two voices sounding
2: right. um just quickly um could i have a look at that at that glaive and maybe pocket it
1: yeah if you'd like
2: cool i'm gonna use a glaive instead of a longsword.
1: getting all fancy up in here glaive. yeah
0: glaive. Glaive. can anyone understand what they're saying I'm just wondering if we don't try and lure one or two of them out by pretending to be their dead uh, their, yeah. uh, friend. I'm going to do
4: that and use deception. Or, or performance to through my voice.
3: <clears throat> Maybe none of us speak their language.
4: Well, I don't know what their language is.
1: All right, so they are speaking to each other. Um, for those of you, do any of you understand Giant? No.
2: Nah. Damn, where's,
4: where's more calm when you need him? <laughs> <laughs> I speak the opposite. I speak half <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright, so yes, you're unable to understand exactly what they're saying. Now, it sounds like they are fairly close to the door. Um, if you open the door and immediately attack, you might be able to get a surprise around to try and take them out, but likewise, it could leave you guys open to an immediate reprisal.
4: Is it, which door? Is this the one you're talking about? Nope.
1: Yep. Oh, this, this one.
4: This one.
1: <laughs> the one with four pulses on it, apparently.
4: The trimp's up here. Can he see that there's... Is that two of them in there?
1: Um, Salturum is able to, from his previous exploration through the window, can confirm that there are two in this particular one. Um, Trimp going invisibly. Uh, oh, Roll me a active stealth to see if he can open the door without notifying them
4: him right that should be interesting
1: here we go all right so trim rolls a 16 um so that is going to be a success and he'll be able to peer in do you want to flavor that up at all
4: um he sticks his little claw in the lock and goes. Gently pushes it open, and sticks his ugly noggin through the the, the, the small area that he's left, and um, quickly has a peek around, and and messages me, just two, just two boss, although they're big fuckers.
1: Yeah, it occurred to me that they have a large start block, so I should probably uh, alter that.
7: <laughs> yep.
4: Um my suggestion, chaps, is that we we know there are two in this room and we should knock them off rather than go into a room where we think there is at least two.
2: Right, yeah, you do have a point there.
1: Oh. Don't mind me, I'm just manipulating <laughs> so confused. So,
7: back like... alive. <laughs>
6: <laughs> He's um... under the bed now? <laughs> We, have, we have, have to hide his body, body somehow.
4: Right. <laughs> right. non, I, I, non-suspectly. So I suggest we um, go and attack these motherfuckers.
2: Motherfuckers. I
3: think that's wise.
2: That sounds good.
3: We could draw them into the courtyard uh, and maybe get a surprise on them. Yes, I think that's a good idea.
0: That oh, way well, we don't ruin yeah. the nice furnishings. Yeah. How you will could... we do this without uh, alerting the rest of them?
4: Well, we could just drop a bottle.
0: No, no oh, but we get. But won't the at least two in the other room what? hear all this?
2: I assume, yeah, the fighting will be loud.
3: Maybe. <laughs> well, Contact at least they'll have to uh, take a while to get to our location anyway.
2: Why don't Why don't we set a trap at the door, at the only way in? That way, if they do hear us while well, we're fighting the other ones.
3: Yeah, cow drops. We put some. this
4: us put some cow drops here, and mm. ball bearings. Is
2: anything we could silence? do? oh science is a good idea. Do we have it though?
4: I do not.
3: I'm more about noise as you'd be aware. Oh yeah. <laughs> you put more tra- more traps here as well just to make it twice as hard to get to us. Or why not?
4: Why not? Yeah let- okay. And then let's all move in
3: the door. I'll, I'll go put some ball bearings over here. I'll sneak over here and put ball bearings at the, the front of the door, yeah. where they were. i put cow as well.
1: Oh, let's see if we can find the ball bearings again. Doo, 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 doo. Okay, so they're going there, right? Yeah. Alright.
2: In that case, I might cast uh, where is it? Is it entangle? No, it's not entangle. It's spike growth.
7: Where
0: is it? Sam, can I use my surprisingly high survival to try and make the uh, Caltrops you know, work them into a bit more of a trap that might do even more damage?
1: Ooh, you know what? I am willing for you to try and allow that.
2: You are, dear boy. He's Kevin McAllistering it. Oh, pretty
1: good. all right so you have taken the time as far as things go to ensure that your caltrops are pretty much as good as they can be at least with a short period of time unfortunately with a 16 it's not going to be enough to upgrade them further
2: um but yes i'm also going to cast spike growth um,
3: i'll probably put it
2: i'll put it in there when we all walk in after we're all in that section, and that's yes, I'll put it at this door. Once we're all in the in the room, that way and it'll be, it'll be a twenty foot area. Yeah.
3: I am going to try and hide behind the bush for when we
1: ambush as well. Wait, did you say twenty foot area? It is. It's a 20-foot area. Jesus. All right, give me a sec. It's
4: just four squares.
1: No, each square is five feet, so it's like that. Wow,
4: that's a
2: lot bigger than I thought. Yep. That's why I'm like, wait, what?
3: Every five feet they travel, they're going to take 2d4 damage. You You could put it on the inside, couldn't you, in here?
2: Yeah, I'll just yeah maybe put it on the inside. I guess that make that way the wood is now spiky. Yeah,
4: they're gonna have the shits.
2: <laughs> they should be all torn
1: up and hopping around because their feet are all <laughs> all fuckled. All right, so you guys are going to be going for this group first, or whoever's on the other side of this door? Yeah.
4: This group. And Can I see through that gap that Trimp made? Uh, I'm going to say yes. Cool. I'm going to cast Hex through that so I don't have to use a bonus action.
1: Alright. Um, Luke F with Salturum, were you doing anything in particular?
5: Uh, no. <laughs> I'm going to hang back over here somewhere. Yep. So... Oh, that's Hex.
4: It doesn't actually do any damage oh. until I hit them. <coughs>
2: I can't. The character without the whole
1: screen moving—it's
2: an issue. But, that's Rick maybe.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, that goes.
1: I discovered apparently yeah. if you uh, pan, you can pan just by holding down the uh, space bar, but apparently it works in reverse for me.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's better. Damn, I'm just trying to hide so I can help ambush them badly. <laughs>
1: Badly compared to whom? That's a 16 in stealth.
0: (laughs) Compared to me. (laughs) It's half the... most of the party. (laughs) That's
3: true. I am going to hide as well behind the bush where I am hiding. And I'll... oh my god, I didn't realise it.
1: Oh. That's very long. A little bit. Conjuring an animal, you say? yes, two dire wolves bork let's have a oh. look dire wolf let's see if we can find situation. anything quite I as traumatizing think... as that other thing
4: what about you know, a giant I... wasp? that'd be fun Cool. that would be
1: fun okay, oh, I kind of cool. want to do this one just because it gives me like Tim Burton flashbacks
6: <laughs> I'm in the hunter shop, man <laughs>
2: <laughs> i am just someone to please you so what are you guys talking about?
4: Oh, yeah, that's very Nightmare Before Christmas.
2: Yeah, that's cool. Um... I to say? I don't know. A large, or...? Uh, I've got the start block up for them. I think they're just... medium.
6: Oh, no, they're a large
2: beast.
1: They're large? Oh, God. Yeah. Alright, there we go. I this
2: courtyard. <laughs> I was going to say, just keep them in the small box, that's fine.
1: <laughs> bark, bork!
2: <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I need names for them.
4: Uh, the first one's called Mark because it's got a hair lip. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Mark, Mark.
1: In that way, I, I flipped them around so we know.
2: <laughs> and the one's dark because he's black. Yeah, Dark and Mark. Mark and Dark.
4: If <laughs> they die, we have to say Yeah Okay. You
1: yeah, guys good? I think we're what
4: ready. Initiative? what do you want?
0: How are we going to lure them out through the door? Uh.
4: Hello.
0: I'll just say Sam. something. Hello! <laughs> oh, sorry, Sam, one last thing. Is it possible to jam this door in some way? The other door?
1: Um, if you would like to, you can definitely try. Do you have any particular ideas or.
0: I think I've got like a, in my equipment, I've got like an iron spike, I think. So I can maybe try and spike the door. Might be noisy. Oh.
3: Mm.
0: Mm, true. Because um. I just think whatever we do to lure them out, <coughs> like, is oh, also going to lure out the other two. Un- uh,
5: unless you push it in yeah. under the door and it acts like a doorstop. But when yeah. it's worthwhile.
0: Spike. Spiker,
3: it's
5: all
0: here, right?
3: 20 feet here. Yeah,
4: cool. Out. Sorry. Um, with my performance and telling stories and tales and using things like that, would I know any
2: words of giant? Morkhan. Let's say Morkhan taught you a couple of swears.
1: Apparently Maybe not, but I'm willing to let you roll a history check to find out.
4: Okay. This will be fun. He's plus one.
1: A nine. You recall some of the swear words that Morkan might have muttered here and there? But that, okay, cool. At okay. least you, you assume that they're swear words. You just heard him muttering this one word a lot, but it actually turns out to be the giant word for union. <laughs> <laughs>
5: okay. <laughs> the giant's burst out saying,
7: Comrade!
4: <laughs> yes, I'm going to cast... I'm not going to cast. I'm going to do performance to try and... Sneak them out and um, do say union, union, even though say I'm saying fuck or something. I don't know.
0: Your mother's yeah. a
2: whole
1: halfling one. Wow. 14 all right so regardless it looks like their passive perception is exactly 14 so their attention is drawn they suddenly silent and you guys can hear a rapid movement as they begin to head towards the door all right this one will open the door and i'm assuming you guys would like to do your prepared actions from here
4: yep i'm gonna stab the fucker
1: all right hit me
4: I prefer to hit him. Did you want um reaction? Do you want um to see who goes yeah. first? Initiative.
1: Yeah, if you guys Yep. Yeah, sorry, we'll do that. Um everybody roll into initiative. Herb 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 herb. Chaos. Let's
2: roll again, right?
3: one.
1: Does somebody have initiative at advantage?
0: Me. Yeah.
1: Okay, go you.
0: I have a
1: uh, rapier of morning. Oh, yeah, that's true. Sorry, I just don't see people doing it at advantage all that often. Mm. All right, so, Noloth. Um, I think that is you. Noloth is an initiative of seven. Wait, 12.
2: 12
6: is relative.
1: Yeah, sorry, double roll. All right. And Breeze got an initiative of 6. Where is Breeze?
3: Um, do I get to roll again for the halfway 1, or does that not count for initiative?
1: I mean, you can if you want, but honestly, it's initiative.
3: <laughs> well, I did, because I got a 23. It's probably a little more handy.
1: Wait, you did? Where?
3: Oh, yeah, I'm only scroll two. down.
1: Can, it helps do you know. if I scroll down. <laughs> Alright. And Rithgar got a 24. Four. That is Rithgar
4: With 22 without advantage
1: Wow, Rithgar is actually in the lead Go you Soltorum, on the other hand You got a 16 My highest initiative ever <laughs> Muzzledov
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> And who am I missing?
3: Uh, Will I oh, yep, yeah. Will Who Will
6: got from? an 8? I'm not going last for once.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now you say that. <laughs> All just right. Just And for our beloved ogre, wow. Okay, they got a three point one. <laughs> Don't know how that works, but okay. Okay. All right.
2: So. Uh, are my wolves just going on the same turn? Because yes, like they will.
0: Island. Yeah. Okay.
1: Cool. All right. First up is Rithgar.
0: V. I dart forward, um, scatter blade in hand and stab them twice.
1: Stabby stab. <laughs> and dice over That is a nat 20. I'm assuming you would like to store that. Yes, please. And now you're coming equal second with Luke E. Alright, let's have a look here. So total amount of damage is going to be 14 plus that, 26. Double that to 52 and double that again. Okay, so 64 damage on this guy. Um, Do you want to provide any flavor for it? The,
0: uh, as the door opens, I explode forth, feeling, uh, screaming, die heretic and, uh, splash him deeply into slash deeply into his chest before, uh, using my reaction to bounce backwards and, uh, get back around the corner Yep, and yet to disengage and get back around the corner out of sight.
1: excellent wait so you got two attacks or just the one
0: Uh, i get two attacks on my first round because i'm a magic ranger
1: oh okay cool all right so the first one is fine the second one unfortunately just uh, bounces off of the guy in this case i want to say that he takes the first slash but the second one they he is barely able to dodge all right is that it for your turn
0: uh, that's it, yeah. Yep.
1: All right, go for breeze.
3: Um, I will pop out of the bushes and I will fire my short bow. <clears throat> I assume I miss with thirteen.
1: That is correct. All right, how do you miss?
3: Um, I just, yeah, my fingers slip on the string, and I end up hitting the wall next to. So you
4: don't have advantage. You've got Trimp right next to him, and me. Providing the help function, or yes, Trimp is always helping combat. Okay.
7: He's <laughs>
4: good
3: like that.
1: Until the first time you manage to roll a nat one and accidentally shoot Trimp.
3: Does
1: a 16 hit? A 16 does hit.
3: Well, then I do 23 damage and I don't slip on the string. I just <laughs> an arrow right into his chest. You have oh. this weird moment where you thought you slipped your finger on the string, but then it didn't actually
6: happen. You're a bit confused. Trimp just picks up your arrow and stabs the ony with it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Trimp is actually a monk and just mid-air just redirects it the arrow to where it needs air. to be. <laughs> Alright, and that's it for your turn, or you have a second?
3: Um, I am going to use my action to hide again behind the bushes. Yep. And that's my turn.
1: Okay, Tinkret.
4: Tinkret, because he's a halfling, and move into the space, so he's got five foot around them, so he can actually attack both at once. And he's going to use um, slashing uh, the, the slashing, uh, the, the flourish. <laughs> so that he can get them. So I'll just click off one of my bardic inspirations. And I will attack. And I get advantage. get advantage. roll again, please? Oh, holy shit. Yeah. Does it miss or hit?
1: Misses, surprisingly.
4: Okay. So that's my first attack. Second attack. Is a hit? I'll just try again. For critical, one second. Mm. No, that's definitely not a critical. Okay, mm. so he does eight, eight... Uh, take away 4 because the, the, the Hex Blade's Curse is not on him. 15... Uh, 23 plus... Um, 2d8 for um, Green Flame Blade and 1d8 for the Slashing Flourish. Another 14 and... or oh, d6 for the Hex on him. How do you do Green Flame Blade if you've got two attacks? <coughs> green Flame Blade is every attack, isn't it? No, it's just a spell. Oh, I've
3: done that. Green Flame Blade a cantrip, and
6: you can only do it on one of the attacks?
3: Oh. It
6: should only be... you do that with the attack, so casting that would only allow you to do one attack. Yeah. It Does a proc if I don't hit? Yeah, because you're still casting the spell on that attack.
3: Yeah, because it's part of an action, and you must use the melee attack with a weapon against one creature
6: mm-hmm.
3: within the spell's range.
6: I don't think you can even
3: multi-attack with
6: that. No, it's just on one attack. Yeah. But you're spending the action casting the spell, not actually using the attack action. No, 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 it's, it's part of the attack.
3: It's not an action. Yeah, so it's when you attack.
6: Part of the action used to cast
4: this spell, you must make a melee attack with this weapon against one creature with the spell's range, otherwise the spell fails. On a hit, the target suffers. The creature takes fire damage. It doesn't say you can only cast it once. It says on an attack. Yeah, but
6: you're using your action to cast the spell. But it's not an action. There's no action. Oh, no, it is. Casting time, one action. Yeah, so that's not actually using the attack action, so you don't even get get multi-attack.
4: Oh, that sucks. All right, no green flame blade then. So he gets one additional 1d8.
1: And Rob's like, you just halved my damage output.
6: Not half. Yeah, Michael learned not to ask questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my thanks, Sam?
2: <laughs> we have to go back and remove all those d8s. It's,
4: a one, one D8. <laughs> it's only 1d8 from the flashing flourish. The All right, five, and then the D six.
1: So, which one okay. are you hitting? This one or the top one?
4: Well, I because it's slashing flourish, I get both.
1: Ah, okay. All right. Well, in that case, it's you. Sorry. Wait, wait, wait. there's
4: no D six. Which is from hex. So that's yes, my second attack. So it was on him, and he only got the d8 from the slashing.
1: So this one?
4: No, the other guy, this guy got the full attack. Sorry, this guy got the full attack. Yep. This guy got the, the d8, plus he gets the plus 5 from hex. Okay. So 13.
1: Alright, um, how would you like to kill this one?
4: <laughs> um, he gets impaled...
1: Upwards. Oh, look, I've been impaled.
4: (laughs) And then I move forward to the next dude. All righty. Haste-based attack.
1: So for anybody watching um, as Tinkrat takes on this 9 to 10-foot tall ogre, you almost get the sensation of somebody yelling timber as the ogre begins to (laughs) wobble back and forth before eventually slamming face down pretty much... Barely uh, avoiding tinker um onto the pavement of the courtyard.
5: You know what? I had Yoda in attack of, in the Phantom Menace that fight scene at the end <laughs> with Kanzuku in my mind. <laughs> <I> should do <laughs> an acrobatics roll. Huh? <laughs> okay,
1: twenty-seven will hit. Yes. <laughs>
4: The so slashing flourish just gives him an extra D8. I'm
2: like, where does the extra attack come from? I forgot you were hasted.
4: Yeah. D8. And a D6. So move the hex to him. For a total of one point. And because I'm a swashbuckler, I go, copy later. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: And trip moves closer to him so other people can get advantage. <laughs> Alright. So after the offensive we'll explosion wait, that wait, is Tinkrit. There's more.
4: There's more. Oh god. The shield guardian is gonna belt
1: in. <laughs> Forgot about that one. Yep.
4: Uh, he gets two attacks. two attacks.
1: Sam begins to write down, do not give Tinkrit any more pets. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Find way to kill
4: Tinkering's
1: pants. <laughs> <laughs> he misses with his first one. And misses with his second one. All right. So, um, yep, Shield Guardian just basically slams into the Ogre, who pretty much looks down and at the Shield Guardian with a look of, what are you even doing? I'm sure that the Shield Gardering- Guardian is probably not com- uh, com- uh, computing right now. All right, you're done now then, Rob. Yes. Okay. So where you currently are, I'm assuming your character has just decided to dangle himself in the well. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah, he's he's doing a he's a sposh buckler. <laughs> he's like standing up there with one hand on his hip, going ha ha. <laughs> All right.
0: Think you'd describe it as dangling in a well because that sounds like a euphemism for. I yes. don't even know.
4: Well, he's kind of there, standing on top of the
1: thing. Y'all are nasty. All right, Noloth.
6: Yeah, I yeah, actually got a turn. <laughs> um, guess I'll
1: just cast Hex on that guy and then I'll just blast him twice. All right. You have direct line of sight, surprisingly. Like a perfectly exact line of sight.
6: Almost like I put myself there for the more reason. Almost. Dude.
4: <laughs> wow, really? Why are you so unlucky with your OG Blast? He's got advantage, he's got advantage. That's true, uh, that's
1: true. And no, uh, still. <laughs> Alright, so 24. the first... Sorry? So the first one was a 26, that is going to hit for 9 force damage. And then the second one is a 24 for 4 force damage. Wow. And then 2d6 for Hex. Okay, so that's 9 plus, okay, 13. And 22 damage in total. Uh, flavor it up for me. What's the, What goes on? Uh, his hands just glow purple and then he
6: frosts them towards it and just shoots a beam of purple light. Well, two beams of purple light at him. Hmm.
1: Barely missing the shield guy. <laughs> <laughs> pew pew pew. Fair enough. All right, and that's it for your turn. Yep. All right. Will.
2: Um, I think Salturm was supposed to have a turn. I
5: don't think you did. Yeah. Sorry, I was wondering what was happening there.
1: Oh, sorry. Yep. Salturum.
5: Herp derp derp. All right, and move over here so I get a direct line of sight. Whoops. Don't want to be doing that. Um. So I get a direct line of sight, and I'm going to cast a
2: firebolt which should be
5: 22
1: damage. 22 and that's an 18. That is going to definitely hit. All right, anything special for your description? I
5: stand next to my fellow sorcerer and conjure um, t- uh, <clears throat> two glowing red balls in my hand and fling them um, at the oni. and I rip through the air and slam into his chest. Yeah. Or her chest or... Its just, chest.
1: We'll go for male. <laughs> yeah. Alright. So... As the fireball slams through the air and pretty much sets across a f- wave of fire directly around fire bolt, I should say, and yep, creates, yep. heats up that particular room a little bit hotter, the Oni in question just kind of looks down in complete and utter shock before dropping to the ground.
2: Oh, death! All right. Nice. Rest in peace.
5: Well done, Norla. It was a good team effort there, Tinker.
3: Rick.
5: Okay, can we hear anything else from the, uh, perhaps where the other Oni were?
1: You do not hear any sounds coming from this general area.
2: Like while that entire fight was happening, Will was just there playing with the two wolves. He had no (laughs) (laughs) idea, he doesn't do it.
3: Going to... Good boy! Yeah.
1: Who's a good boy? Who wants belly wubs?
3: Playing fetch. I just there, said yeah. good boy too loud and <laughs> my dog up. <laughs>
7: <laughs> All,
5: right. No All right, what are we going to do now, guys? I think we should search the Um
6: We should yeah, make I a agree. lot of noise and get E That's on the to come through here before the spike growth goes.
5: Yeah, because that mm. courtyard looks like a perfect place to drop
2: a fireball. I'll, I'll start. Anyone got some pots and pans? Just start banging on them. I'm going to search the bodies while you're doing Is that. Is there any
3: windows along this wall?
1: Uh, No.
2: Oh, hang on. I'll just get the warps to hell. That's probably pretty loud. Yeah, good idea. Mark, dark. Duck. Give it, give it, give it, give it a go (laughs) Let them know you're, let let them know we're in
1: Roll me performance for your Uh, puppers? Do
2: they have, do they give each
6: other advantage?
2: I think it's only
1: attack rolls
6: (laughs) Pack tactics and howling, man
1: Wow, okay, so a three
6: (laughs) Hang on, what did the other one get? There's two of them
3: (laughs) I'm
4: gonna try and do that too. To cover oh, that.
2: One's <laughs> a bit better I think I think Mark's not so great there at There
5: you go. How about that? How imitate a wolf. <laughs> well, maybe they just like looked at you with contempt there because they're wolves. they're not um, Labradors. Yeah. They don't <laughs> perform on command.
1: <laughs> Someone just gives you a look and is like a woo. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Have you, seen, have you seen that that video of the the husky? They're like shh, shh and he just goes woof. He literally just pronounces wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's something I read like, like a little while ago. It's hilarious. Yeah, I assume that's just what they
7: do.
1: Both of them harumph. All right, so Tinkert on the other hand picks up the slack and. Um, manages to release a very lifelike howling um, to the point that even the wolves look at him in complete startlement. And in return, you guys can hear a quick exchange of um, conversation between two more onies before there is a loud slamming noise and then yelping as they walk into the spikes over here um how much damage is that going to be again michael?
0: Uh, not me but That's... i think the answer is 2d6. The cal-trops. Day Day the,
1: the caltrops. uh i think
0: i had it
4: up there earlier on. that uh, takes one piercing it.
1: damage there we go.
4: slows him down
3: does all the nasty things.
1: okay give me a sec.
3: i'll take one piercing damage. Then they have to make DC thirteen deck saves to not fall over in the ball bearing. Well, and they just keep tripping.
1: The yeah, first yeah. one fails, so he just immediately. You guys hear a th- thwump as he hits the ground, and off that it resonates into here. The other one, you hear a strange cackling noise and um, a bit more of a silence before the two of them continue their running
4: out. It's a DC, it's a DC fifteen for the cow chops, by the way.
1: Oh, okay. So, name. there's two thumps, if that's the case. <laughs> thump thump. So, not going to be any hilarious cackling. It's just going to be a rambling at each other. Um, Alright, so it takes another minute before pretty much just... At this point, I'm assuming this is a comedy skit where there's another thump. And then, as they presumably come across the dead body of their companion, you can hear yells. They open the door and immediately step out into the spike...
6: Um, when they do that, can I cast this?
1: (laughs) Hunger of Hader, DC 19, holy crap, they're probably not gonna pass this one. Alright that is a 9 followed by a 12, they both fail. So. Spell flavor, you open a gateway to the dark between stars, a region infested with unknown horrors. A 20 foot radius sphere of dark blackness and bitter cold appears centered on a point within range. Where I'm would you like exactly to center where this? That
6: spike is.
1: Exactly where it is, alright. Um, to the
6: left, maybe. You might as well just have it. Yeah, but then who's that? There in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would be me.
4: You would've had a chance to move with all their chase and running.
1: Let's and see what happens when I type in void.
2: Hang on, just just get some freehand. We'll go black and just have a bit of a scribble.
3: Woof! <laughs> Is that the handle? Very artistic. <laughs> it looks like a poor Batman outline. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, how big is that? Oh, twenty foot radius? Okay, it's gonna be the exact same. I don't even know what's in that thing, just pretend that there's nothing Mm. in that black circle. Okay, there's nothing
4: in that black circle. Well the ones are dead. Oh no, there they are. (laughs) They've
1: opened a (laughs) portal. I yell. Okay. (laughs) 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 All right, so for spikes, um Um, spike three D four per five feet. Okay, so they would move a total of 10 feet, so I'm going to say that's going to be 4d4. Yeah. That's going to be per thing. Um, ooh,
6: 4d4. It's also difficult
1: terrain. Okay, so 9 each damage. Alright, and now we can roll the damage for what's his face for the Houdar thing. Hunger of Hadar. Um, any creature that starts in the area hate hey, hey, yeah, other horrible. Yeah, that <laughs> one.
5: Just one. You're getting in the sand territory with that one, mate. It's, it ends up, isn't it, forty-six? Because it's two D six cold. Two D six testing. when
6: they enter. Two D six every turn they're in there, and two D six at the start of the turn. Right. It's a weird one. So as long as we keep them in there, they're fucked.
1: Yeah. All right. Not. So because of their movement, they're going to have to end their turn there, so that's going to take 2d6 damage. Where the heck did you find this spell? Um,
6: So they need to make the deck safe now.
1: Yep. Uh, 5 and a 12. Again, they both fail, so 2d6 against them. I like that description. Any creature that ends its turn in the area must succeed on a dexterity-saving throw or take acid damage as milky otherworldly tentacles rub against it.
7: Yeah,
5: great. Yep.
1: Ew, 100. ew, ew, what is it? Ew The
5: Hunger okay. hentai. <laughs> All our characters are just watching. I do to know where this is
6: going. So these are go on his right?
1: Uh, no. Oh. Oh, no. Oh. Let's just stop. This is going <laughs> this is this is <laughs> I didn't say it. You didn't even say say it right.
5: <laughs> Whatever podcasting service we're on is just gonna ban us in a sec. <laughs> <laughs> We're we'll never getting sponsored. You. Sam, you're spelling it wrong
7: yes.
1: Alright, so they end their turn there and they're taking damage Um. Alright, so that pretty much brings us out of the bonus round that I'm going to give you guys again and let's restart with Rithgar The... Am I position Am I... Am
0: I in a position to hide where I am?
1: Uh, Where are you? There? Uh,
0: Behind the well.
1: Uh, You can possibly duck beneath the lip of the well or throw yourself in the well, kind of your call.
0: Can I use that as a bonus action and then ready my actual action to stab them if they come past? Because I feel like charging into the abyss wouldn't be wise.
6: It's the demon abyss right in there.
0: Yeah. (laughs) All right i yell, back to hell with you and charge in. <laughs> oh, really? You're crazy, bro. That's his character. <laughs> uh, so, how, what save do I need to fail? Um, <laughs> I don't
6: think it's a save to start with. Save
0: it at the end of your turn. Do I just take damage as I charge in?
1: No, surprisingly. If you start your turn there, you'll take 2d6, but if you end your turn here, you'll take 2d6 acid. And, uh, and don't forget, you're also jumping across spikes as well now, so... Well,
4: he didn't start his turn in there, so he doesn't take the coal damage, and hopefully he'll disengage, so he doesn't
0: mm. end there. The, um, do, I need to, do I need to take any checks then?
1: Um, oh. Dexterity for the spikes, I believe.
0: No, it's not. It's just
2: per movement. Oh, okay. There's no check for it.
0: Okay. Sorry. It In that case I'll hit him.
1: Well, apparently you will
0: I'm going to use my 16. So, ages and ages ago, I rolled my. It's not precognition. It's portent. Uh, portent. That's it. Portent. Thank you. Sorry. I rolled a sixteen and a three. I'm going to use my sixteen to hit it once. Yep. So.
1: So rolling damage. There we go. All right. Twenty-two. Twenty-two damage. I'm going to say on the nearest one. All right. Um, any flavor for that? I'm assuming at this point you're just flailing wildly until you actually hit someone.
0: Yep, and then I'm disengaging behind the uh, direwolf.
1: Yep. <laughs> direwolf, protect me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright.
0: Oh, sorry. I That might actually only be 10 damage, sorry, because I don't think I'd get my sneak attack. Would I?
1: Sorry, oh. say again. Say that one again.
0: Uh, I just don't know if I get sneak attack
1: Um, I would count as sneak attack because they can't really see you.
0: Cool. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> and that's me. Done.
1: All right. Breeze.
0: Shoot. Sorry, there's another D8. Sorry, Sam. Damn it.
1: <laughs> and that's a two. All right. Now, Breeze.
3: <laughs> Breeze is going to cast Shadow Blade.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And he is going to throw it at the one on the left-hand side. Right here.
1: Yep. So <laughs> at least where you assume he still is.
3: Mm. Well, if it's uh, is he in Magical Darkness? Is that what it is?
1: I think yes. Open a gateway. Twenty oh, ad- foot radius noticed. sphere of darkness and bitter cold. Yeah.
3: I have advantage on that then with shadow blade. I just have to do it with a normal melee attack. I think. That's a twenty four hit. Twenty
1: four is indeed a hit.
3: Wait did it pop up. I'll just take the 22. So it does a little, uh, 18 piercing plus the 9. Um, eight, 18 sneak plus the 9 psychic.
1: Alright. Uh, 27 damage in total. Um, perfect. Um, do you want to flavor that up at all?
3: Um, yeah, I guess just like the. Bell says, um, um, he weaves together a thread of shadow to create a sort of solidified gloom in his hand, and then he sort of just hurls it into the darkness, um, knowing that it'll be strike true, and
1: yeah. Yep. perfect. All right, and you're done? That's it. All right, everybody, Tinkret is about to do his turn, so go... To the bathroom, get water, replenish the <laughs> cups of tea, while Rob rolls all his dice.
6: Uh, Good idea, please. I'm going to mix a cup of tea.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to move in there as well. It's so long. What is that? Oh, it's a I get advantage, I'm going to try again. Oh, I get to roll all that.
1: So 16, followed by a nat 1, which you get to reroll because you're a jerk. Followed by a 19 instead. <laughs> Both um, hit.
4: Ignore, ignore the plus 4. But it does get a green flame blade.
7: 25.
4: Um, and add and a slashing, slashing flourish to one of those. Goes to... So the, the last two damages... Oh, hang on, I've got to roll. D6. The hex, which I moved to them. So, yeah, I'll put those... it this way,
1: Rob. You're going to be able to kill both of them.
4: Okay. Sorry. All right. They're dead. Cool.
1: <laughs> Flavour it up for us. What happens while you're in the deep, dark, cold void?
4: Um, I decide to cut off their toes because their feet have been doing... Ter- have suffered terrible damage but not quite enough for my liking I want to see them timble- fall down like timber into these spikes and I uh, nimbly dodge out of the way as they do alrighty face first
1: <clears throat> alright so the
4: gooey milky tentacles
1: yes the gooey milky acidic tentacles yeah. which is such an uncomfortable statement <laughs> it is all right so after you guys have gone through and saltorum has eventually dismissed his um magical portal thing you guys are able and after exploring the rest of the guild you have been able to figure out that you have managed to uh completely clear out the guild hall and in its entirety you guys pretty much have this entire property to do with as you would like
2: i guess i'll dismiss my wolves then
1: that's it three and one. When hey. they came? They defied you. They said, woof Yeah. Uh, so I was talking about the
0: Oni, not the wolves.
1: <laughs>
2: You're welcome for my forty-four damage that entire fight, guys. That is all I did.
1: Ah, <laughs> you helped. Come on. <laughs> it's, not,
4: it's not your job anymore.
7: <laughs> I didn't do anything.
4: <laughs> Could have got angry. No, you I, didn't get,
7: that I didn't
2: get a turn
4: <laughs> Did you not?
2: Oh, no.
4: You summoned
2: <laughs> No, I summoned before the fight And then um, we, you guys killed them before my first turn And, and then the other guys came in And <laughs> you guys killed them before my next turn And I'm just like, okay
1: <laughs> Og is like, ha, huh, see, it ain't so easy, is it?
4: Mm. You, did, you did slow them down though, no
1: That's alright, I don't mind Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right so you guys have now been able to capture the guild hall so like i said it is a fairly expensive area which is um its own wall which will hi- can hypothetically be fixed for any particular gaps and batches but most importantly it contains a fairly large common area with enough um, places for training if you would be so inclined um storage as well as enough rooms that you can actually have your own bedrooms again if you are so inclined so you may need to cover your comings and goings from this place, but aside from that, if you would like to set up an outpost here, you're um, more than capable of doing so.
4: Nice.
5: Search the yeah. bodies. Search the rooms. <laughs> Tinker t- t- while you're doing that. Can I have the stone to inform the re- the uh, young Jarl. The... We've got more than two. Do I have one? Oh, all right, I'll have one. All right, I inform the young Yarl um, that we have successfully captured and cleared the guild hall of the ogres that had invested it, yep. and are making it a forward operating base uh, for the assault on the keep.
1: Alright, so you don't receive much of a reply as you can func- um, It seems that most of the reply is actually coming from Soloheim himself. Um, basically, it doesn't. From Soloheim, it counts as a uh, pretty much a good job, nice work thing. Um, you can hear the rambling of the prince in the background who seems a little bit more put out that you're capable of doing this after your. Um, let's say reticence to want to go along with his uh catacombs idea but it NBA. does now present you guys with another opportunity um he does you do hear Solheim simply mention that the other teams have yet to come back though but considering they only left about an hour or so ago it, i suppose it's not much to be expected if you would like to return to the main headquarters, you're more than possible. Otherwise, you can also head over to the catacombs to reinforce their operation there.
5: Can you display the other room on D-
1: on Roll20? The, sorry? The other room. Oh, yeah, sure. It's nothing fancy. Oh, no, that is to make it dark again. Reveal. Ooh. Don't take this map as the um, final map. This is just the one that I pulled up.
5: All right. I, I have quite serious concerns about the, the competence of the rest of the um, party to be able to clear that catacomb. I think we should go give them some help.
0: Um, yep.
5: Yeah, as do I.
0: This is infested with devils.
3: <laughs> yes, hence, yes it is.
5: Hence Ruthgoa, we need to go there immediately.
1: All right, so Solheim takes a quick moment. You hear him muttering to the prince before he very calmly says, I think that might be best. If you are able to find the team, then the quicker we are able to clear out the catacombs and determine whether it can actually be uh, excavated for the prince's plan, then I suppose all the better. If not, then just come back as soon as you are able.
3: You hear uh, Breeze yell, Plan B in the background. (laughs)
1: Alright, so you guys want to just immediately move on to the catacombs?
4: No, search the bodies, search the rooms, and then then immediately. Yep. So kind of semi or almost (laughs) immediately. Okay
1: so the onis don't really have much in the way of belongings you know living in a long abandoned city um over over a thousand years uh the most that you're really able to find are some rough weapons that they seem to have beneath between them but um they do however look to have a decently good armor so at this point they each have four cha- you are able to locate five chain mails as well as another glaive and two um long swords and one short sword over the course of the your ex- investigation that's what i'm looking for hey sam
3: um if i read that spell scroll can i identify what spell is on it at all
1: uh, you may be able to, I might need to roll on a random table. <laughs> Let's have a look. Oh, God. That was way too complicated. <laughs> all right. um, Go to the all classes section. Yep. Okay, roll me... Actually, I can just do that. Um, I'm going to give you a level 1 spell. 1d67. That is a 61. <laughs> oh, really? All right, so this <laughs> the spell scroll that you have picked up is a spell scroll of sleep. Okay. That's pretty good. At what level? Level 1 pretty shit (laughs) um if you know the spell you may be able to supercharge the spell as well but kind of your call wait i was not expecting to actually give out a spell scroll i'm mad with that (laughs) all right
2: just out of curiosity the glaives or anything the weapons aren't magical are they
1: uh, the Oni's when it's held by the Oni's, it is a magical weapon. Um, if you or one of your comrades is well willing to help you out, and you roll higher than an unnatural twenty, then I will allow them to be a magical item which have been reinforced through the Oni blood, tempered by the Oni blood. So, as you would say. So,
3: yeah.
1: I'm not uh, in Arcana, yep. Yeah. I'm I've got a plus this. seven. I got a got plus, plus five. five.
0: I got plus eight.
4: I'm not helping here. Unless what I do... That... Hang on, you yeah. can have a Bardic Inspiration. To D d8. Give it
2: to Rithka, I guess. If he's got a plus eight.
1: Mm. Yeah. Alright, hit me up, Michael. Let's see if you can empower this uh, glaive with Oni properties. The Oni blade. He's leaving us
4: all in suspense.
5: Mm. (laughs) Michael, are you there?
0: Oh, sorry. Hello. Hi. <laughs> My headset just died at the exact wrong moment.
1: Oh, okay. Um, yep, roll us arcana. 24. Alright, so rithgar is going to be able to successfully empower the glaive uh with the properties of the oni and making it a magical weapon flavor it up for me michael how and do you do so
0: um, <clears throat> probably by accident because i'm mostly trying to purge the demonic energy that floods through this through this uh fell weapon and in the process of just sort of blasting it with holy power maybe i uh, Turn uh, it into, infuse it instead with, uh, you know, holy energy instead by, by, by mistake.
1: <laughs> Got it. All right. Um, since you're the one creating it, uh, it uh, does that create any changes to the weapon itself vi- visually? Uh,
0: maybe it glows. Gives off casts off a dim light, maybe.
4: Yep. When, when goblins are nearby.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, when devils are nearby, so constantly. <laughs> <laughs> and the, and the police. I, t- I told you, he's,
4: he's not a fiend.
1: <laughs> Alrighty. So, with the preparations in mind, and I assume um, Will very happy with his new weapon, you guys head over to the nearest entrance of the catacombs. So... Uh, would you guys like to do more stealth checks to ensure that you aren't detected outside? Sure. Yep. Quick thing, do these Onis have horn? Um, Let me look at the flavour. That doesn't yeah. tell me. When we harvest them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Onis have horns, Where but they have very sharp claws.
3: Number four for me...
1: Wow, go you.
6: Catching fast. Oop. Where do we stealth in? <laughs> We're
1: yeah. rolling stealth as the party again.
6: Don't I think I've am three bunch of covered anyway.
4: Well done, Luke. Oh, Addison. Oh <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Why Addison, that looks like a nat one.
2: Yeah. Nope. Seven. Guys I'm not having a good session
7: <laughs>
1: <laughs> So uh, would you like that used Addison Or would you like that stored
7: <laughs> hmm.
1: I think I'll use it Because there's a Nat 20 I play here too <laughs> It's true Alright Hmm What to do here Just trying to think and a nat 1. Just
4: just Breeze and tinkeret have 60 in stealth. All
1: right. Um, uh, Sam, I'm going to leave this one up to you. If you provide me good enough flavor that I go, okay, yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. I will allow your nat 20 here to cancel out Addison's nat 1.
3: I'm just putting the pressure on me.
1: Yep. <laughs>
3: uh,
2: so, I'm just going to let you know, Rule's probably still chatting with with the wolves. Uh, we're very loud.
3: <laughs> okay, I guess I'm, I'm going to turn around and um, I'm going to, like, just, like, mouth, are you serious? And then I'm going to walk over and I'm going to be, like, pointing to the ground and be like, see that broken bottle? You don't want to step on that again. See those twigs over there? You don't want to step on that either. These are the things you avoid. Come on, mate.
2: I, I bring my hand up into uh, as a mouth gesture and go,
1: <laughs> One of the so, wolves intentionally goes out of its way to step on first the bottle and then the twig.
2: So <laughs> wolf. this fucking guy.
3: Uh, with that have I learned um, I wish I learned sleep because I'd use it now <laughs> you have that scroll
1: <laughs> pulls out scroll wallops both of the wolves on their nose with it yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right um not good enough to cancel out the one. So, what can I do from here? You have wolves, you're being very loud. Hmm. They're just normal dire wolves.
2: Brand new glowing glaive. Which I'm probably raving on about.
1: Alright. So, the dire wolves, apparently already sick of the topic of your glaive, do probably the worst possible thing for you. and one suddenly bumps against you, causing you to stumble very briefly, but enough that the other one leaps through the air, snatches your glaive up, and then promptly runs off with it. Fucking, fucking shit. So, the ensuing chase is incredibly loud and very boisterous. And... Shoot, Benny Hill. <laughs> very Benny Hill. And... Pretty much everyone, including Salturum, which is probably the biggest hint that you should know that you've uh, done messed up, um, pretty much spend the entire time looking incredibly incredulous and then eventually just giving into to the, okay, yep, this is happening. We can't stop this. It's a train wreck. Let's keep watching. Of Will chasing these wolves. Now, for whatever reason or whatever... Goes on. The wolves seem to reach a natural tether away from their summoned master, and there is a sudden yipping noise as both of them abruptly disappear, taking your glaive with, you, with them.
2: Right. Fuck it fucking hell. He's fucking... Marking
6: fucking bark. Fucking... pieces <laughs> of shit. Fuck it. This is why we can't have nice things, man. <laughs> right.
2: Hey, Risco, do, do you reckon we can go back and get another one? I'm going to take
7: them.
2: Right. No. No, right, okay.
4: I just feel sorry for Norloff and Salturum, who actually made good stealth checks for probably the <laughs> first and only time in their existence. <laughs> hey, <laughs> and um
3: totally fucked up.
5: I'm casting invisibility on myself and flying back to the Catacombs entrance.
3: While he's um, while he's saying, hey, uh, um, Ritka, can we go back and get one? I'm going to cast Minor Illusion to make a hand that's kind of like talking back at him like he did to me. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: know what? I used to like you, Breeze. Fucking, you're, you're, on, you're on your limit. You're on thin ice, mate.
6: Fucking twat.
2: <laughs> Absolute fucking wanker. All
4: right. I've got, I've, I'm annoyed now. Underlings. That's enough of that sort of behaviour. Let's move on, on to the
2: catacombs. Hey, what's that? Did you, what'd you call me? Underling. Alright, uh, who wants to unionise? That's
7: it. Oh,
5: <laughs> 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 I'm so tempted to cast Lightning Lure and pull you towards me so I can give you a good talking to. <laughs>
1: Alright. So. I will hold off any on any you guys being noticed effects until next time. Um, for now, you guys are able to finally get to the catacomb and as you begin to enter in, you notice that the catacomb itself seems to be very silent, much more than you would be expecting for there to be an active task force here at the moment.
5: Does everyone have dark vision? Yeah, I do. I do.
2: No. Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't? I do not. William does not have dark vision, but I will just turn into an owl or rat or something that does.
4: Yeah, do do that. Yeah. You're holding us back today, Will.
5: Right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. You are. You are <laughs> not going to be MVP. Let me just say that. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> I did not think I would be. <laughs> Tinker, do you remember that guy who used to have more cards?
7: Yeah. He
2: used to put
4: plus four to save. <laughs>
5: I'm, starting to miss that. I'm starting to miss that guy.
4: Did damage in fights. <laughs> oh,
1: that was a low blow, guys.
3: So, Will, what were you saying about unions before? I, um, picked
6: my interest. Tinker <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Did we even sign up for this? or? Trimp just sidles
1: up next to you, Breeze, and subtly hands you a, a brochure.
6: Oh, look,
5: I think Tinker if memory shows me correctly, union membership tends to make you a tad flammable, doesn't it?
4: It does. It does indeed. And, and yeah. often quite dead.
2: <laughs> yeah. However, being part of a union, um, I think generally there's, there's a fair amount of, of bears and things involved. Mm. don't know if you want to be messing with them.
6: That person a photo of Ogre and Morkan on
2: the front of it. Give and me a thumbs up.
6: Tinkrit hears this talk
4: of unionisation and starts to get a little bit grumpy. And he says, did I not win gold, a large sum of gold, and share it equally amongst our party? Did I do that or not?
3: Yeah, but pretty it's not sure joking. I did most of the
6: work anyway. Hmm. Surely I mean, you just, sir. sir it's it's not the money it's how you treat us yeah yeah it's, it's what... minions
4: what
2: what is this
6: <laughs> you are about... employees
4: yeah. of the of the salturum and Tinkrit, bardiness adventuring and trading company
2: I don't remember signing if enough. you work
4: hard enough and stay you will gain partnership as salturum has if you do not work hard enough and you constantly agitate then i think you will find you will not get the rewards that you deserve
3: Anyone Uh, hearing the word mutiny?
6: (laughs) No, but my
5: hands have turned an interesting colour of orange. I start to get a bit furry.
6: (laughs) Mine's starting to turn purple.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I love agreement negotiations. All right, enough of this this palaver. Let's find out why the catacombs, which supposedly has an entire troop of barbarians running through it, is so deathly silent. They're already dead. Now that seems to be the obvious answer, but yes, we need to go in there and and work that out.
1: All right. So you guys have arrived at the catacombs, which is probably one of the oldest parts of the city, and it pretty much runs throughout the entire innards of the city itself. Um, Does anybody have a passive history of fifteen or higher? I do you do all right Yay. so you do know that the catacombs is one of the points of contention between Can- uh, clan solve and clan cold as they are pretty much at odds as to exactly the role of the catacombs if you talk to C- clan Solvkling, so the one that you guys are currently representing then it is full of the bodies of the those heroic ones who had um lived in to try and help out the warlord in his glorious um campaign to unite the country. Koldstreag, on the other hand, it is a catacomb full of the untold thousands who lost their lives under the warlord, those civilians who have been held hostage against the uh Yars of the land. So, for a fifteen, you are aware that the catacombs contain many dangers, namely from those who those souls who continue to linger on throughout the millennia since their death. The catacombs itself is very reflective of the ancient architecture of the um veneland. Uh, inhabitants and you can see that a lot of intense work has been put to place here with it looks like even magic influencing things as almost the entry chamber you guys come across looks almost perfectly preserved despite the pressure of time going through
2: this
0: place looks like fucking shit well can i look for tracks to see if The troops been through like at least made it to here? Or are there signs that they've already been here?
1: Yep. Hit me up with their survival. Twenty nine, very nice. All right. So as you have a look around the room, you it takes a while before you are able to actually detect any particular signs of all uh, at all. As it feels like there's something seems to be something magical which is just constantly interfering. A magical cleaning spell, specifically. But eventually, you are able to find a small bag. It looks like this one containing about three servings of rations. Um, it looks fairly new, and upon looking into it, you are able to ascertain that whoever owned this was here probably barely an hour ago.
3: That lines up with the time those guys left, didn't it?
7: Indeed.
2: I'm a bear at this point, by the way. That way, I have dark vision.
1: Did you say bear or ferret? Bear. Okay. <laughs> it's a
6: very different animals.
1: <laughs> very different. I was very. So, hence why I had to check. All right. I'm,
3: I'm. I'm going to call my owl back from its pocket dimension. Mm-hmm. And put him to work scouting a bit. All right.
0: When you said that you're a bear, was that your character name <laughs> <laughs> you, you
3: know, bear. yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Just uh, I'm I'm uh, guys, I'm a beer now. <laughs> <laughs>
7: All
1: right. So in order to get through these catacombs, those of you who are more magically sensitive, so for example, Norloth and Salturum, the two of you can feel the pressure of ancient magic just bearing down at you at all times, and frankly, it doesn't necessarily feel like it's overly uh, friendly towards whatever intentions you have here. So, it's going to be a bit of a tricky path going through these catacombs without to- without um, running into any untold dangers. Uh, what would you like to know with your 15.
5: Oh, I was just going to see whether I could understand anything more about the magic that I could sense. Yep.
6: Um, as a like undying warlock and a shadow sorcerer, <clears throat> so this is a like heavy necromancer kind of level or...
1: Almost the inverse. So, Salturum, it doesn't take you long before you're able to identify that the catacombs itself seems to have a fairly intense warding placed upon the outside, basically to keep in anything of a more uh, horrifying or dire nature that might uh, arise from this area being a portal of the dead. Um, you are fairly impressed considering that the stability of the spell seems to have um, maintained the current millennia, but you are able to see that um, it just doesn't seem to take kindly to outsiders. As throughout the catacombs itself, you can feel the warp of ancient magic, which. Um, uh, the, sorry, the warp of ancient magic, which seems to just push aside the physical laws of nature and rework things on occasion to its own. Uh, desire so a lot of this seems to be wild untamed magic that you would uh, yeah. generally be tiptoeing around
5: yeah but i'd have a good appreciation of given my background that's right hmm. um would uh do i sense whether it have any impact on the spell casting abilities at all
1: uh with a 15 you are unsure so It could be that if you aren't careful with your spells, you might trigger a malicious reaction from the catacombs, but so long as you are the uh, fanciful, renowned, extremely expert um, characters that you are, you should be fine.
5: Okay. All right. I explained that to the party.
1: Easy enough. All right. Well, gentlemen, it is currently 10 55 PM and we pretty much are going to be reaching the end of our session time. So would you guys like to save the catacombs for next session and go from there? Yeah. That
5: yeah. sounds good. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, in that case, gentlemen, it is that time again. Would you please nominate your MVP?
2: Not me.
6: <laughs> Addison for pity.
2: <laughs> it it'll make me feel worse.
0: <laughs> well then, I I am doing it. Then. Do uh, into the most animals.
2: i vote i because he gave me my, my magic uh, glaive that promptly disappeared, and also his hatred for
5: um, uh, demons because we really put that on him today. Yeah, I think role playing wise, I I'd agree with that.
3: Yeah, Rithgar.
1: All right, so that's three for Rithgar.
5: Rob are yeah.
6: you for yourself again? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> no, good stuff. No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to go with Rifka just because he jumps straight into my, like, black void thing, so.
1: Which is what you always want from a man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. In that case, Michael, congratulations. You are our MVP for the night. Would you like a melee table, mage table, or rogue table to roll for treasure? all right hit me up with a 1d10 that is a nine all right so this can go one of two ways i'm fairly sure that you would probably go the way but you have rolled the option to receive a spell from the tome of spells would you like that or would you like to re-roll
0: Hey, bro.
1: that's right you said rogue
0: okay um
1: it's pretty good
0: i'm only a level three caster at the moment i might i might be boring and re-roll sorry sir.
1: <laughs> it's all good hit me up with the re-roll All right, for a three, congratulations, you have found yourself in ownership of a new magic item. Give me a second.
7: Hmm.
1: I can understand why I put this on the rogue table, but at the same time, I feel like I might have should should probably have actually put this on the uh, melee table. But congratulations, you are now the proud owner of Gloves of Missile Snaring. These gloves seem to almost melt into your hands when you don them. When a ranged weapon attack hits you while you're wearing them, you can use your reaction to reduce the damage by 1d10 plus your dexterity modifier provided you have a free hand. If you reduce the damage to 0, you catch the missile if it's small enough for you to hold in that hand.
0: <laughs>
1: Alrighty. So with that, I will draw the session to an end. Thank you to all of our intrepid listeners, and we will see you next time for our next adventure in the Awakened Fables universe. Have a good night, and we'll catch you later.